0: Welcome into Monmouth College Fighting Scots football here on the Perry Communications Sports Network. We got a big one today here from April Zone Memorial Stadium. It's the Monmouth College Fighting Scots taking on the Lake Forest Foresters, two teams out of three tied for the top of the conference in the Midwest Conference, both uh, at 6-1 and one at Illinois College, also at 6-1 and one with two games left in the regular season this week. And, of course, the Scots and the Turkey Bowl next week right here from April's own memorial stadium against longtime rival Knox. Again, a big one for both teams. Both teams tied for first place. Lake Forest does have uh, – they, ha- they hold their destiny in their own hands. If they win today and then win next week, they'll win any kind of tiebreaker with Illinois College and or Monmouth College. Monmouth College needs to get a win today and then have Illinois College lose to um, probably their best chance today taking on Cornell College. Uh, so the Scots need to win and get a little help as they lost to Illinois College their only loss in Midwest Conference play a little bit, a uh, little bit earlier this season. So it's a big one for both ball clubs, and and we'll come back and break it down in a little bit. This is the Kellogg Printing pregame show on the Public Square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Again, powered by the United Way of Greater Warren County, where 100% of your donations directly impact our local communities. Brent Dugan and I will bring you the ball game today. We just got done with our live remote from MC Sport and more this morning, talking some football with head coach of Monmouth-Roseville, Jeremy Adolphson. Uh, we'll have that game on later today, Monmouth-Roseville and Princeton, the second game of our doubleheader here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. That's Class 3A, second-round high school playoff action. Fun day of football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network and in the town of Monmouth. Both games that we'll have today are in the town of Monmouth. I got a chance to talk to head coach, Chad Braun on his weekly Monday morning spot on our WREM morning show. On Monday, we'll come back with that pregame coaches interview in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Finding Scouts Football here on AM 1330, FM 90, uh, AM 1330, WREM, and uh, FM 95.7 on our uh, on our. Uh, FM side of the dial. I'm Sean Temple alongside Brent Dugan. It's such a big day of football. I'm, I'm losing my words already. Oh, that's all right. I mean, we got so many words to talk about in and, and the two <laughs> games. Well, you're going to be doing two games, but uh, we're going to be doing one. And, and what, a, what a game we have in store for us today here. You listeners should be sitting on the edge of your seats. And and it, it might be an under uh, total today, I guess, because of the, the strong defenses. But you never know. With Mama College's offense, they put points on the board really quick. Yeah, it's going to be – it's. It's, i would say styles make fights but that's usually when one team is so much better in an area than the other team the Scouts are pretty solid defensively they always get nationally ranked and, and lake forest defense is nationally ranked we talked earlier on, on our mc sportmore pre pregame to the tailgate pregame to the tailgate show that they're number one in five five different five different uh, stat categories in the nation lake forest is. yeah and 3.1 3.1 points. Uh, points given up and somehow they've lost Twelve nothing to Rippin College a couple of weeks ago, which I still can't figure that one out. Yeah, we we uh, saw you know Mama's put uh, ripping away early last week, and you know we're still scratching our heads about about that whole ordeal with Lake Forest getting beat. But that's why you play football games; it's not always what is uh, meant to be on paper. So we're we're kind of pulling for Cornell today, right? I mean, Mama yeah. College is so if that can happen, and obviously on paper it doesn't look uh, too good for Mama College, but uh, getting that that accomplished getting cornell to get the win but you never know yeah oddly uh lake forest or uh, monmouth college is rooting for cornell whereas illinois college is rooting for monmouth (laughs) Monmouth college (laughs) today the way the the tiebreakers go because illinois college lake forest and monmouth college all tied at six and one in conference play lake forest holds their own destiny if they win today and win next week they're the midwest conference champs with the tiebreaker over illinois college head-to-head monmouth college needs to win today and get a win by Cornell over Illinois College today for themselves to get into the national tournament. We're getting ready for the national anthem. We'll step aside. We'll be back in two minutes here on AM 1330 FM 95.7 WREM. Welcome back to April's own Memorial Stadium. National anthem is in the book. That is sponsored by Dame Fine Coffee. It's not this good. It's Dame Fine in Monmouth, Galesburg, and Burlington. Your officials today sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care. In Mammoth and Galesburg, make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Keys to the game by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you. Member FDIC. The most listened to thing in pre games across the country. <laughs> My broadcast partner Brent Duke. What's the to key today for a Scots win? Well, I think the key's got to be the offense. I think the offense has got to put points on the board. I think the defense will take care of Lake Lake Force's offense. Uh, but I think points will be at a premium. So whenever they get an opportunity to score today, I think you got to put it in the end zone, and either that or put a field goal on the board. And I think if that happens, Mom will come away with the win. Captains in uh, in the middle of field coin toss. The, the Scots won the toss. They have deferred to the second half. So we'll see what uh, what uh, Lake Forest chooses to do here. They will receive. There's no really wind to speak of. Beautiful don't. day for football. Oh, man. my goodness. Yeah, this is November, keep in mind. Yeah, we'll have a uh, great football game. There's a lot of games that in the pregame. Your whole pregame is is, is bringing the folks, uh, you know, what what implications maybe the game has, what the importance is of the game. And sometimes there's a lot of times you got to try to find something. What makes today's game so important? No such thing today, whether there's, whether there's conference implications or not. These two teams just play good football they do and, and it's we talked about it in the pre uh the earlier show where we were talking about re- resembles the mama college st norbert days it's just hard fought football games one play can sway the game one way or another momentum wise and and obviously there's a score to sell uh, still new Ewing's line there from a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> so there is a score to settle um, for Mama College because two years ago they got beat on this field. Last year they got beat up uh, pretty good in the third quarter, uh, in the second half that is. Uh, you and I did that game, and, and Lake Force just run away with it there in the second half. Lake Force wins today. They're in. They control their own destiny. They're in. Yep. They got the. Uh, they beat IC earlier in the season, whereas the Scots lost to IC 20 to 17. Since that loss, they put 69, 43, 59, and 45 points on the board. Kind of woke the offense up, with nothing else, that day. Yeah, must have. Hessens' kick is in the air for the Scots. Got a short kick down to the 19. One of the up backs returning out over the 30. Just short of the 35, they'll set up shop at the 34-yard line. There's an early penalty. Hope this isn't a sign of today. Oh, yeah, down here about midfield. That's, that's clear away from where the ball was. That's most likely going to be maybe a... Was it, was it post-tackle? Post maybe sides, maybe Well, that, that could was... be, too. I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, and, and we talked about the familiarity. You know, that by this time of year, you're, you're sharing the huddle films, and you're seeing overlap in some of the teams they've already played on both sides. That's the first first time Mom's College has kicked it to the right side. Yeah, and short. And short. And oh, we to see what this penalty is. But not great field position, not bad, but – Definitely kept in front of, of everyone. I mean, we were talking about last week, they were getting to the 40-45 yes. in some cases. So. It, we talked earlier uh, on the show that uh, um, special teams could be huge today. The kicking game is going to be huge, for sure. It, it must be against yeah. Lake Forest because they're talking to Coach yeah, there's a lot of discussion here. and had an official down here talking to Coach Brown on the sideline. <laughs> and they, I don't know. Oh, they had two number nines out there. So the Scots will decline that penalty and just leave it at 34. I don't know if maybe that's a significant thing because I did find out this week that if the defensive player of the game for Lake Forest wears number 93, and I wish I would have wrote it down, but that is in honor of uh, a former player for the Foresters. So you're you're, you're, uh, the defensive player of the week for the Scots or for uh, for, – like towards, I don't remember who it is now. It's 93 off the top of my head. Well, he's wearing 93 today in honor of Nathan Barnes is wearing 93 okay. today. I don't know if number nine is maybe a significant too. That's why Coach Braun maybe declined the penalty. I don't know. Or maybe just didn't want to have to kick again. There's a, a first run play strung out here to the nearest sideline and uh, tackled for maybe a yard gain at the 35. That Great. was um, Mal Chun with the uh, carry. Great job of Mama College just stringing that out. No Positive gain on that, it looks like. Uh, it looks like he just got back to the line of scrimmage. But great job with Mom College, just stringing that out. Uh, like Lou Holtz used to say, sidelines never misses a tackle. Sidelines <laughs> out of bounds never that. misses a tackle. Love that. All right, we got two receivers here split to the near side now. We've got another, gonna have another discussion here with the officials. Oh. Oh, we get got the ball, maybe center move. All right, so we got to get the clock reset to fourteen. What is, what is the White hat? The teams were amped up, man. I've never, I haven't seen uh, Monmouth College warm up with as much emotion right. as they did today. And now you've got two huddle officials. It's Well, the White hat Sounds a little grumpy there. Didn't <laughs> he? Yeah, <you> he <laughs> didn't like that at all. All right, back to passes. Jump throws down the left side. Picked oh. off. Gentlemen, oh. picked off at the thirty-six yard line. And I don't. And I know right now if I could find Coach Shabrol on the sideline. He has been so flustered this year with his defensive backs dropping potential interceptions. He's talking to me on the air and <laughs> off the air about it. He said, we just can't catch an interception to well, save our lives. Was it game two, game three-ish? Uh, Jeremiah Glenn Lewis-Charles had like four hit his hands that day. You remember that? <laughs> yes, and that's, that's one of the frustrations. We were up we were here saying, nice hands, feet. It's, a, <laughs> it's amazing for the Scots that they, they are actually minus. They're a minus two in turnover margin this year. At, at uh that six and two, back to pass, Chun under pressure on third and nine, throws down the left side. Oh yeah, and another Shannon. one on the far sideline that's dropped, <laughs> and I believe that is uh, that's uh, Andre 15. Andre Barnes. At two potential, it's fourth down. The punt team is going to come out, but boy, Andre that's Barnes, good field position right Andre there. Andre Barnes is doing a great job, and I don't want to take away. No, <laughs> yeah, it's great great coverage. Albers has been hurt. Yes. And he's taken right. over since then with hours being on the sideline with Oh we got a block. Oh, I thought we were gonna get a block. Almost block there. a block, an end over end kick that's gonna hit at the forty one yard line and the Scots goes. Get away, 41. Oh my I about to hit a mom and guy. Rolled down to the thirty yard line, but yeah, some for some reason they uh Scott's in a red uniform <laughs> it was lingering around the kick there. I'm kinda of glad he kinda of got blocked away from it. Yeah, yeah, he did too. If he would have got blocked the other direction, I think it would have hit him. Let's get into our uh, uh, starting lineups but first. What was that first of the game? I don't know. That white hat the white hat referee is not in a good mood to inserted himself into his first two minutes of this yeah, <laughs> barely a minute into the game, a minute one with thirteen fifty-nine in his first quarter clock. Uh, the Scots in their home red tops, red bottoms, white helmet with with uh, Scots across the helmet, MC Sport more your home for your sports equipment, team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, footballs, bats, gloves, and much, much more. MCSportmore.com, your uniform sponsor today. Lake Forest in their white tops, white bottoms with black uh, black helmets. On the field, Carter Boyer ahead, straight ahead to McCade Brooks. Big gain at a 40-yard line. That's going to be a... See, there it is. First play, 10 yards from McCade Brooks, our first. Simulation Sports in Mammoth. first down. The weather will never put a damper on the fun when you book an event. It's Simulation Sports, perfect for parties, company events, or fundraisers. a good play out of the gate. Yeah, you got to like that one, Sean. You know what I mean? You just came out here and you said, all right, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to try to run the football, and that run's going to open up the path. Boy, you got a man in motion. From the left, the right, looking out, a little flat pass to Brooks, caught. Another positive gain after uh, the 45, about a four-yard play. I love it. I love it. You know what I think most about that is uh should be Nate Rublick. Yeah, Nate Rublick and, and Brooks exchange right there. But Colby McMillan was out there trying to get a block and the pass just happened a little too quick. Boy, he was he's you he, he talk about the intensity of this game. He was quite upset that he didn't get to go block a defensive back <laughs> there. You know, the, yeah, Colby McMillan, 320. He wants to hit the defensive backs, trust me. Second and six for Boyer. From the 45, his own 45 straight ahead, hit at the line of scrimmage, but bouncing ahead for about two or three yards out to the 48-yard line. That's a good, tough run there by McKay Brooks. He was popped pretty good at the line of scrimmage. He He sure was, and I'm I'm looking forward to Mama College exploiting this a little bit. Thornton Mm. has a smaller defender on him, a defensive back, and I can only imagine that they're going to exploit that at some point in time today. That is uh, the defensive back out there is – is uh that is Dante him. Esposito, 5, 10, 185, and, and uh Nate Thornton, well over six foot. Don't what's, they always have up? an Esposito that can play <laughs> I football they had basketball. basketball? Yeah, yeah. If I recall they had a basketball player about three, or four years ago. When I was printing the roster, getting the rice and roster all typed up, I was like, is he still there? Third and three for the Scots straight ahead. Brooks oh, oh keeps his feet open. He's gonna be a little short, I think. I don't know. That's gonna be close. Well, wow, that's really close. That's a pretty good spot, I think. A real good gone. spot. What I like with Brooks did there. He got it. He moves the stick. Wow! Oh, hard man. run by McCade Brooks for the first down. You are right, Sean. Calling that one was the call of the day so far. McCade Brooks did all he could to get that first down by the length of his body, putting his hand down, kind of just propelling his body the first down. He was almost like horizontal to the ground, just kept them little toes moving. First and 10, Scott's in Lake Forest territory at the 49-yard line after a three and out by Lake Forest on the move. Bart Boyer back to pass. Looks first time he's running, running downfield. That he's that going boring. to run. It's in the, inside the 45 down to the 43-yard line, 43 and a half, 44-yard line. They keep angling up there a little bit. Uh, gain of five there for Carter Boyer. Yeah, I know that's kind of boring for you listeners, but gain, gain of five, gain of five, gain of four, gain of three, it's just going to work that way. And if you can sustain and drive. It, it's kind of like what Coach Adolphson talked about on the morning show. You just kind of take their will away, and you can kind of see it throughout the game that the defense just gets tired of it. can't I, stop it. Second and five from the 43. Carter Boyer is number five in the nation total offense. That's running and passing. Quick throw out to Nate Thornton. That's a first down. Thornton sheds the first tackler, gets inside the 30. Yak yards for Nate Thornton down to the 29-yard line. First and 10, Scott. Another simulation sports in Mammoth. First down. I'm going to point this out. You saw what uh, the defensive backs did. As soon as Thornton got away, they're stripping at the ball and they, and they turnovers. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you know, it's not the red zone. It's the, the yellow it's zone. The yellow Just zone. the yellow zone, as our friend uh, Sean Temple calls that, <laughs> the yellow zone. But we're in it for the first time today, and what a drive they got put together here so far. First and ten from the 29 of Lake Forest. Back to pass, his boy looking out to his left. He's got a man. Completed the 15. Thornton inside the 10. First and 10, Scott. First and goal to go, Scott, at the seven-yard line. Scott's on the move. I really like this opening opening drive. You know, I'll give Coach Vitek a lot of credit this year. Their first drives this year have always amounted to points. It seems like you and I've called these. And how many times? They just five here, five there, and then boom, a 12, 20-yard shot. Thornton or Bergeron. We haven't called Bergeron's name yet. Let's we'll see if we get in here on a little slant. Nope. Gonna get Brooks inside the five. Bounces off a couple tacklers. Down to about the three-two yard line. Oh, three Mr. yard line. Keep That's angling. Touchdown, guy. Rublick's in there. Rublick. He's the man. I Rublich. think he had one a, one a week there for a while. First four games of the season. Rublick coming into today. How many uh, touchdown rushes does Rublick have? He's got uh, eight of them. On on half as many carries as Brooks, and Brooks has ten. Yeah. Nose for the end zone. First and goal from the three. Boyer has rubric in the backfield. Gives to Nate off the right side. Trying to get to the end zone. Ooh, got, oh, don't short be calling a hold. That's a late flag. Don't be That's calling a hold. late flag coming from the white hat. I think it's a hold. Oh, Face mask on late four. So that'll move it even closer. Automatic first and goal to go from the one yard line, maybe inside the one, because Nate Rubick was probably inside the one himself. So what's going to amount to is about a 18 inch penalty, is what that's going to to. Well, it gives you two more down. Gets <laughs> two you, more yeah, down. right. It gives you extra down. That's even better. So now first and goal to go inside the one. Scotts with nine fifteen to go, first quarter. Scott's first offensive drive after a three and out by Lake Four. Straight ahead. Is he in? Man, on, I mean, touchdown. The near-side official here finally sucked the hands up. Couldn't tell if that was Rublick or Nate Rublick. There he is. Ninth not, touchdown not, rush ninth on touchdown. the season. 9.06 to go. The Scots draw. First blood. All the Foresters. Well that What was, a nice drive. What a huge drive here in front of the home crowd. And what a crowd we have today. And, Obviously this nice weather, what else would you be doing besides watching high school football, right? <laughs> right in the right. playoffs that they got going on second round. But more importantly, three point one points, uh, average they have allowed this year. That's like forced defense that is. And boom, you get the first drive, you get points on the board, and you get a touchdown at that. That was probably over was that over a sixty yard drive? I think it was inside the forty when they when yeah. they took off. And we got a flag. That's gonna be rough and the kick is good. And boy, they took a took a pretty good shot there at Alec Heston. So that's going to be a 15-yarder on the kickoff. You know, Sean, what I'm seeing out there—you saw it—or do you, do you take half the distance and go for two, or do you, you don't take the point? Points are premium. Yeah, points are premium Good point. day. Good point. If we're playing Grinnell, maybe you say, okay, we're going to show a two-point conversion play. But I think here today, we're showing the intensity already in the first. What do we got? 9:06 to go. 9:06. Yeah, six minutes in the game. I've seen the Brooks get an extra yard or two just because of Will, right? He just, he willed that play. And every guy's put their head down and got that extra yard or two. Thornton did it on that pass. You saw Carter Boyer take on their middle linebacker and said, Hey, boy, hey, guy, we're going, we're going another yard on you. And then Rublich's touchdown run was a pretty good, pretty intense run. And then now they're taking out our kicker. So it's going to be an intense day. It is. And And we got a lot of football ahead of us. And, you know, every, every little bit helps. Every little bit helps in a game like this, but the Scots have had some trouble covering kickoffs this year. Kicking off in the fifty, Alec Hesson should be able to put this thing through the end zone and not have to worry about one. That's one less kickoff coverage you have to worry about. True. Hessen I surely can get this thing into the end zone. Yeah, kick. It's gonna be about five the yards deep. And they gonna try out. to take it out. Five yards deep in the end zone. Five, ten. I'll get a tackle. And inside the 20 at the 15 yard line. That's nice. Good. Wow. That's uh, kind of surprising, but with again with with the special teams that, that Lake Force brings year after year, that's probably probably a good decision. Well, I'll take a chance. So here's my thing. I'll take a chance of a guy breaking it. If you're only gonna, yeah, your hindsight's 2020, you got it out to 16. But if you're going to take it to 2025, try to return it. Right. I agree. And I think the same thing in the NFL. And you got uh, a household name at Lake Forest is AJ Jackson. He's a senior, six one two ten. Ooh, the ball's getting in his hands. You, you're you're looking at that a little differently. He's not Tyreek Hill by any means, but he's a player. Yep. And he, when he get the ball in his hands, you got to take advantage of that. I think he's been. I think the special teams player of the week for the Midwest Conference at least once, if not twice this year. So. Yeah. And besides Brunstein, he's probably one of the best. And besides what mom college has yep. to bring to the table, he's one of the better receivers in the conference. Gain of one straight ahead for Lake Forest on first down will be second and nine. Another second and long. How good is the defensive Lake line been over the course of the last five, six weeks Goodness. since the IC game, that uh, and even during that game? They, they did not lose that game. It was just the fundamentals and the functionality of, of that overall game just didn't go the way it should have. Second and nine, another run off the left side this time, and not a whole lot there. Maybe another yard, maybe two. <laughs> Maybe second and seven a little blocking downfield there. By the big there was, too. I was watching that more so than I was watching the actual ball carrier. Let's give your uh, – having a chance to – with the excitement here early on, in the McDonald's starting lineups, courtesy of your Monmouth area McDonald's, now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. For Monmouth College, you mentioned defensive line, Anthony Sakakis, Jeremiah Hartnett, who we've, we've called his name a lot here yeah, lately. Game ball and Nick last Serrano. week. Yes, yeah, you're right, game ball last week. With your linebackers and defensive backs after this third and seventh. Back to pass over the middle yes. and overshoots his receiver fourth and seven for the like fourth forester and who they try to go to AJ Jackson so yeah we that that uh, he has a target on his back okay. obviously yep. and there were double coverage there nice job on the on the defense there linebackers from Monmouth College Tevin Baker from uh, local Weathersfield High School Tanner Jamoski and Caleb Endicott, also Jonah Hutton your defensive backs Nick Harris Michael Lord from lion I West Andre Barnes and Rocky and Instincts from Gilbert Mix has played pretty well here in his junior year. He sure had Fourth and seven punt team out for the Foresters. That is Harris Zuk- Zukonchik. He lost it in the front, didn't he? Yeah. Hits at the 46, and I have never seen that. It took a sideways bounce. It hit at the 46, I, and it will roll dead at the 45. Well, cause it kicked completely 90 degrees. The football gods are shining down on us, <laughs> Sean, so How many times have we seen a punt from Grinnell, from whomever, and it it, it rolls 25 yards on a similar situation. So far, the last two punts have directly gone east or west of the field. And then we, yeah, you're right. We just don't see that. No. I mean, uh, and again, the, the, like you said, the Scots have had really tough luck with punters <laughs> this entire season. They seem to have their best game of the year against the Scouts. And Gabe Ziegler uh, Harris just lost that in the sun. He ran, you know, he was running away from it as soon as he lost that in the sun. First and 10, Scots good field position on their own 44. Oh, almost got Lake Forest to jump, but Boyer backs out. It's another play call in from the side after the offensive coordinator, Joe Freitag, has gotten a chance to look at the defense. Boyer, a little flat pass caught at the line of scrimmage and a little bit of a few yards behind the line of scrimmage and a gain of about three. Well, what I like about that play is it's an easy completion for Carter Boyer. Get him you know, more involved in this game, Feel, get a feel for the game, but They've made that pass twice now with Rublick, and I believe Brooks the time before that. And it just kind of opens up, hey, you got you got to open it up to sideline to sideline now. And evidently on film, they don't think Lake, uh, Lake Force can get sideline to sideline as well as maybe they have in years past. Second and seven from the 47. Back to pass is Boyer. Throws deep Arms down there. here to the left side. Yeah, and it sails out of bounds. That's the you know, had a very good coverage on that play. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good defensive backs here for the Lake Forest. Now, their sideline gets you up said pretty pretty good. Good. Yeah. You said pretty good. You said pretty good. They're number one. <laughs> <laughs> they're past, what is it? Pass the defense first in the nation. Yeah, they're pretty good, <laughs> listeners. Pretty good. Really good. Uh, sorry. sorry uh, <laughs> 40, yeah, no, exactly. The Lake Forest only gives up 165 yards of total offense per game. My Scott's got 60 on that first drive, 60-plus yeah. on that first you drive. you know, they doubled what they're normally averaging – as far as what they're holding you back on. Oh, Boyer will run straight ahead. Lowers his oh, shoulder and gets the first down. Boy, I, in my own mind, I was yelling, slide, slide, slide. No. And he ends up just lowering the shoulder, getting to the 45 for the first down. Hey, three years ago, he's fighting because he just doesn't have – I mean, he's a man now. You know, in five years and being in the weight room and and stud-looking guy he is now, man, He nice run on his end. And how important was that? I mean, they're putting the football yeah, if he yeah, doesn't get that extra yard. Yep, I, yep, absolutely. Simulation Sports and Mama first down for the Scots inside Lake Forest Territory at the 45-yard line. We're sitting at 6.15 to go first quarter. Scots lead 7-0. Another flat pass here to uh, – that's uh, Caleb Bendicott trying to get – or, excuse me, Nick Obstain. Wrong one there. Nick Reek on the tackle. That's a nice open field tackle because if he doesn't get that tackle – Saint's probably getting 10, 10, 15 yards on that particular play. That's it. That's the name we haven't called last couple of weeks. I mean, the stable of, of wide receivers from Monmouth College, they go four or five deep. Well, solid four and five deep. So each receiver is trying to find his place and, and maybe purposely trying to get Obstain the ball there that time. I think you're right. And Bishop's been – we've been calling his name a little bit more, too, here recently. Second and eight. And this time nowhere. It'll be a loss of one back to the 44-yard line on Rublick this time. But Tackle by uh, Lake Force. Let's hit the Monmouth College offense. Carter Boyer, Car- Carter Boyer at quarterback. Dylan Bone, your fullback. Tailback is McCade Brooks. Wide receivers, Nate Thornton. Brendan Bishop and Jackson Bergen from nearby United High School. Your offensive lineman, Colby Millen at left tackle. Tyrick Tripp at left guard. Your center, Mikey Benjia. Right guard, Derek Brown. And right tackle, James Connor. Interesting. I saw Thornton and Bergeron on the same side of the field. We haven't called oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're usually on the, usually yeah. the ends. Not this yeah. particular play, the formation, but they did the time before. Third and nine. Oh, Middle. And got his man and done a great. Oh, uh, just, just lost it. Jackson Bergeron took a shot at the 30. And I was just getting ready to say, what a great catch in traffic by Bergeron because he took a pop and just came loose there at the end. We're staying on the field. Four and nine for the Scots from the 49. I uh, here's my thing, and I'm gonna call it ahead of time. Uh, Alec Hessen and you and I talked earlier on at NC Sportmore and how how the punting game for the Scots. You've got a freshman Alec Hessen now filling in for Cody Zelk last several weeks. This is gonna be a quick kick. I think Boyer's gonna quick kick this and not give Lake Forest a chance. I Who's got a great I return don't think team? So they're gonna try to draw them offside. Yeah, oh, you're you right. You got it. Boy now now the defensive back tried to go quick. Boyer end over end. That's a if that takes a uh oh, go bounce, we were in good oh, shape, man. but it hits at the one. It's a little deep there for Carter, but the net won't be too bad. That'll come out for the twenty. AKA Wartford play, right? I yeah. Mean, McLaughlin, I believe his was the quarterback's name that day and he kicked a couple down in, inside the five, if I recall. I just um, yeah. I just I just feel like they don't want to put Hessen in that kind of position yet. Cody Zalc, who's a senior, I think. I think he's also a senior. Freshman is Alec Hessen filling in. I, it's such a big – I think punting's going to be so big today because I, I could just see that one maybe coming. I think Carter might have done it early, early in the year. He did, but I don't think it was very successful. No, and, and that one – <laughs> University of Chicago game maybe, I think he did. Yeah, you would like to see that one check up and maybe hit it about the 10. And he put that all – it hit at the 1. Straight ahead run, probably the best run play for Lake four so far. About a four yard gain after 24. twenty four. That AJ Jackson or who was that, that carried that? I was AJ was Jackson, wasn't it? Was yeah, I'm trying to get him, trying to get him the ball anyway. He's normally a they doing a yeah. little Debo Samuel with him. Okay, put him in the backfield from time to time. Right. And, and out. I'm, I'm, I I seen that he does carry the football quite a bit. Certainly not a bad idea. No, no. <laughs> Again. Putting the ball in the playmaker's hand. That's second and six. Rolling left is the quarterback. He'll pull up. Oh, complete at nice the... tackle. Oh, 26. Wow. <laughs> and a whole lot of hitting going on down there for about a two-yard game. <laughs> we now, said, wow, three times on that play because they were just... just the head's getting knocked backwards. Bouncing off of guys like a pinball. So, it'll be third and three, another third down here. And I, I, I think third down conversion is going to be big today. The Scots have been... They've been great at it so far, at least on that first drive. And, and Lake Forest, not so much. 0 for 2 now, 0 for 3 on third down. 0 for 2. 0 for 2 at least, two yeah. At least, yeah. These, their uh, third offensive possession. 3.25 to go in the first quarter. Scott's lead 7-0 over Lake Forest. Looking downfield on third and three. All kinds of time. Finally, oh, picked, picked off at the 39-yard line. And there is a return inside they, the 25. Rocky and Stink from Gelsberg Jumps the route. That is the first interception, potentially third interception for this guy. I'll tell you what, Gaskin's getting a little loose with the football. Yeah, and, and what you like more importantly about that is the turnover that you got, right, and you want, you're ahead in the game there, but the field position you're giving Mama College is off. Awesome. Uh, and momentum. And momentum. The key to this one is just get points, whether that's a field goal, uh, or touchdown. We prefer touchdown, right? But we get some points on the board. Your two touch You're two scores ahead. Uh, and wow, is that? Uh, that so they've a got a basket on the uh, two deep. But I thought that was six. Trey Stewart throwing the football. Maybe he's got the most attempts. Let's just throw the two deep out. I don't know why we look at that every time really. <laughs> Brooks ahead on first down. You're, you're holding true to that more so than I. I gave up on that like three four, I think. two years ago. Yeah. Two years. <laughs> Second and seven, gain of three for McCade Brooks. This is a, this kind of really that that play call right there kind of tells me how both offensive minds are maybe looking at this ball game. Usually after a turnover, boom, you take a you go, shot. Yep, go nope, for this the, was just a little 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 handoff. Second and seven. Under three minutes, first quarter. Mammoth College leads seven 0 Boyer, looking downfield, looks out over the middle. Complete, another complete pass down to the 15 yard line. Oh, he dropped, oh, it. dropped it. Man, we just haven't said that this year. You know, we're going no. to drop pass. That was Bishop on the drop there. No, these are sure-handed receivers. Sure-handed receivers. You just the pitch and catch, and obviously a nice delivery. I I can't say any more about Carter Boyer. Well, he threaded the needle on that. Yeah, his development as a quarterback at Mammoth College. I watched him. I was fortunate to watch him in Atlanta West and obviously a very good football player in the high school level. But I really didn't think – I didn't see his passing game. Sure. Uh, they were pretty good on the run game uh, against A-Town uh, when I was helping coach there. But, man, he just blossomed into being a, a nice passer. I think that day they he threw the long pass to Urez, it was like a 50-yard play against St. Norbert. Remember that? Oh, look out. Play accident, down goes Boyer down goes Boyer back at the 30 yard line. So now this is this is a tough part of the field. It is is fourth and 14. You're too long for a field. We'll be a 47 yarder from here. The I mean you don't want to give late force at all to 30. So this is I, you're oddly maybe punting from the 30. That's you know what I would do right here is a middle screen. Yes, just get something out of it. I'd do a little safe play, middle something screen. Something down inside the 25, 20-yard 20 line maybe. Lake Forest's front defensive four is getting upfield. That's There's no doubt in that, and that compliments to them. But if you got a little short screen here. Field caught. First and ten scouts at the 12-yard line. Orshon just do a, <laughs> what a, I, that was, a, I don't know if that was a back shoulder throw. It was a little high for a back shoulder throw, but yeah. it was. he, he kind of stopped and the defense kind of flowed right on by. Jackson Bergen with the catch. What a nice, what a nice play call. When I see him throwing deep, I thought, or, or throw a pick, which is kind of <laughs> like a punt. Yeah. Well, and, and man, did Bergen run a nice route there. I mean, he sold it The Eagle in the end zone on a streak. Uh, Route, But, man, he came back to the ball, a nicely delivered ball, and first down. That's a big one there. Out to Nick Obstain, trying to get to the edge, inside the 10, inside the 5, down to the 4, short of the first down, but it'll be second and short. Awesome. Awesome little play there. Nice little move by Obstain. On that particular play, you want to get upfield right away, the north and south route, on those little bubble screens. But more importantly, what I like about Obstain is his length. He probably gave himself one or two yards just by reaching out there and getting to the four-yard line. Second and three. Scots can get a first down before the goal line. 47 seconds left in the first quarter. Clock is moving. They give to Brooks off the left side. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Trying to get to the edge. you are not going to get there. Probably going to lose one, be, depending on forward progress. Back to the four-yard line. The Scots will not, do, do not have to. Get a playoff here before the end. But it of the looks first like quarter. they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, it looks. I mean, I, I've stopped keeping track of quarters led, and we're already up seven nothing. So yeah. they're just trying to get the line of scrimmage, try to catch him here on third and three, and then you can talk about it on fourth down if you have to, or just try to draw him off and let the clock run out. Well, lots of things in play here today so far. Dylan Bone goes from left tight end to right tight end and shifting. Tried to draw him off the our uh, yeah, I like this is good. This is good. You you didn't. Ever intend on running a play, but you could maybe draw them off. Well, that's and, a good that's a good decision. And I believe Coach Freitag had his nose in their huddle in essence, because what he was doing there with that motion, he's seeing if they're going to play man to man coverage on the goal line, which typically you do. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. When you're four, you know, not four. I'm sorry, on the four yard line. And he was running in motion. So if you go with the motion, then they're in man to man. Right. If not, they're in zone. And now his next play call, it makes it that much easier. It takes half the play sheet away. I love, I love the chess games between you you football coaches. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun to watch. We're going to take a 30-second break. We're at the end of quarter number one. Monmouth College leads Lake Forest 7-0 and then a huge Midwest Conference game here on WRAM. We'll be back. Welcome back to Monmouth College football here on AM 1330, FM 95.7 WRAM. Got a good one here. 7-0 Monmouth College. We start quarter number two. They'll be faced with a third and three with the ball on the uh, four-yard line. I looked up at the score. Where they got ball on the 11. It's not, I thought, yeah, it's is there the a floor. penalty that I didn't <laughs> no, that's on the No, it's on the four. <laughs> yeah, third, third and three from the four. And again, the Scots can get a first down before the goal line. What a, what a first quarter. Your thoughts on the first quarter, Brent Dugan? Well, I, I think Mama College has done exactly what we talked about with the keys to the game. The offense is kind of controlled and dominated mm-hmm. that first quarter, and, and Lake Forest's offense has been – buttering at best. And with the pick, that's also a big thing for mom's College right now. Boyer will try to take it himself. I don't like that. bad yeah, not a lot there. It's going to be fourth down. Now you got a decision. Oh, it's, that, be... it's yeah, it's an easy decision. I think he kicked the field. Well, we were talking about points being a premium. Yeah. And, you know, I know it's not Zelk that we got kicking it. It's and He's been pretty accurate. He's been really good um, on the season for Alec Hesson, the freshman. Nice filling idea. in, filling in for. Uh, um, Cody Zelk, 29 of 31 on extra points. He's three for three on field goals. Now, granted, the longest field goal he's kicked has been from uh, uh, 29. And this, this, is, a tough than and this yeah. is a tough Ooh, angle. This is a tough angle. From the 10s, so we be a 20-yarder. Hessen punches it through. Good kick by Alec Hessen. 10-0. Uh, that's the key to that, 10-0. Two-score lead yep. for, for the Scots now. 10-0 with 14-18 to go here in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds with the Farm King kickoff. Welcome back to Scott's football here on W R A M. Scott's field goal, twenty-yarder from Alec Hessen, the freshman gives them a ten-nothing lead here against the uh, Lake Forest Foresters. And uh, let's see, let's look at uh, the schedule for Lake Forest. How many? Some the most points they've given up, twelve, in that loss to Ripon. Other than that, wow, okay, they've only had other teams score in two other games. <laughs> so was that four field goals? Then I imagine I would, by Rippen? I would think so, probably. And the scouts, a little punch kick inside the forty. That didn't work out at well all as they thought. Is uh, is is Hessen walking off a little gingerly, or is that well, just maybe a normal? You remember thing? on yeah, that? He's, I don't know what he did there, but well, oh, he, got he got taken, taken out. out on that one extra point, right? Yeah, he's he's a little banged up here. He's walking. On, yeah, he's on the sideline here, walking pretty gingerly. He's already backing up Cody Zelk. The penalty. And Lake Force could have him re-kick. Why would you have him re-kick that? That I think that just must be on your confidence in your kick return team that you think you can get it out for the, <laughs> I that the call, 40, forty-one. I do that call at all. I mean, taking that penalty, yeah. he got the ball at the forty-yard line. And if you ask any college coach, he'd take it at the forty-yard line every kickoff, every kickoff. Does that tell you that he doesn't believe in our offense? I, you don't that, know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out why in the heck you'd want to do that. Yeah, I mean, because the scouts are if – if you're Coach uh, if your coach Kenton Ken Zaro, you love your deep two guys, but they're not going to touch the football. I don't care if is if kicking from the 30. Those two deep guys are not going to touch the football. I wouldn't think. So, I mean, that's your guys. That's your guys you're confident in taking it to the house. There's a little punch kick down the middle of the field, picked up at the 35. They'll try to return it, 40, 45. That time it worked out. They're in Scott's territory at the 49. That time it worked out, but normally that's a curious call. What I like about that, though, is Heston is now running off the field, not gingerly. He's actually looking fine now. But I'm still going to keep an eye on that, Sean, because that could play a big part in this game. Got a score in uh, from the volleyball game, the Scots have a huge volleyball match on campus here today. They're taking on Grinnell inside Glenny Gym. A Scots win will put them into the tournament, the uh, volleyball, the Midwest Conference 14 tournament. They have won the first set over Grinnell, 26-24. The winner moves on, the loser does not in that one. Scots up one set to nothing. That's the biggest rush so far for about a seven-six yarder ties the longest rush I think so far. Taylen Goodwin on, on the carry, yeah, you're right. He kind of bounced it to the outside there. Uh, the defensive line actually did a great job of closing down that middle lane, and he bounced it outside and obviously got his five yards. But tough yards to, to gain today. And uh, let's see that mom's college defense and see if they can uh, hold them. I, I, they could be in 40 down territory here. Uh, I would, you know, with their defense, I think you can do chance that a little bit. Even though you're going against a good Mammoth College offense, straight ahead, trying to get the first down, they okay. got it. Is that the first catch? The first? Is that the first first that's down? First, for first down. Yeah, say that one. Back. Yeah, first three first times. down for Lake Forest. <laughs> <laughs> With 13:30 to go in the second quarter, the Foresters have moved the sticks for the first time. They're down to the 38-yard line of Mammoth College. I'd put a run blitz in here. You, they they haven't shown me that they can pass that well. In fact, we should have three interceptions. We have one. Uh, but uh, I I would uh, put a run blitz together here because I think that's what they're going to do here is put that, put that run game and test that run game uh, right now. First and 10, Forsters from the Scots 38. First time they've been this deep in Scots territory. And the keeper, this time oh. off the left side, big room, down to the 30. That's There's a hold. a hold. Yep, I saw it. That's going to come back a, uh, for the Scots. Uh, Nick Harris, uh, yeah. Nick Harris, yeah, he was his his, is turned around <laughs> trying to get Trey Stewart and and I rarely see things like that except maybe it's in the open field, but yeah, I I see that right out of the gate. You you and I called uh, we threw the flag <laughs> right, yeah, right. I wanted a piece of paper and threw it out in the bleachers. So that's a nice that was a nice run by Trey Stewart who's, who's playing quarterback uh, today for Lake Forest. Not even on the one two deep chart, but that was that was Forest or. Uh. uh Stewart on the run there. I think he had enough of the first. I was looking back. When did he look back last year? I believe so. I believe uh, was so. he injured maybe? I, I don't know. Again, the too deep, I don't pay attention to. But yeah. <laughs> so a first down is going to come back to the 40, make it first and 12. They give oh, nothing nice there that Uh-oh. time, of bouncing Uh-oh. off, trying to get to the A's. Oh, it's a nice cut. Man, He's going to get was. maybe an extra yard, but that could have been a big play there for uh, uh, Taylon Goodwin. That's a one-yard gain, probably a one-yard or two-yard loss, yeah. if the Scots make the original tackle. And then he bounced out. He had some green grass on that far side. Yeah, that's why I said that like three times because I thought he was going to cause a little bit of more. And, and great job by the defense staying home on that backside. side. yeah. Because yeah, if they get sucked in, that's even that's a whole lot of room on that on that uh, far side. It'll be second and eleven from the Scots' thirty-nine. Just under 12 minutes to go here in the second quarter, 11:40. I keep my eye on AJ Jackson here. Stewart flares it out to for the 42-yard line, complete down to the 30, 28. Puts bumble, it on the Is that Scott's ball? They saying he's down. Oh uh, yes, they give the moment. It's going to be Scott's ball. Boy, that was really close. It was. That was almost a first down. Almost a first down there by uh, by Goodwin. He was going to be about two or three yards short, but he costs it up. And they were going to go for it, obviously, Mm -hmm. in in Mom College's territory. But what a huge turnover that is. And you put points on the board here, you can demoralize their what they're coming here for today and and get that momentum. But I was just thinking to myself during that drive, I was like, man, if Lake Forest somehow gets something going here, this is a one-score game. And now the Scots can get this up to a three-score game with a touchdown. I'm calling a big play here, Sean. Going up top? I, I ain't going up top they got stacked receivers on on the far left and far right. Here. I'm going left. And straight ahead to Brooks. Shakes a tackle out over the 35. Oh, hum, five yards. <laughs> 36 is where they'll spot it. It is a gain of five. Second and five for Monmouth College. This running game has worked really well today. Well, you you, you and I talked about it in the preseason. What is Monmouth College's run game going to look like? Well, you know. We've had a that was host. Probably the big question mark. It was. We had a host of guys we've called names, uh, you know, from the likes of Devin and on, ongoing throughout the years that we could just depend on and getting 100 yards at a time. And
1: Wow. There
0: we go. Rolls left. Rolls left. Still, Still looking. Good yeah, yeah oh, this boy. time he runs out of bounds. be about like two yards short, but he had a couple of defenders bearing down on him. There was no lowering the shoulder there. You got sideways momentum. You're not going to lay much of a hit going sideways. No, you're correct. This is a big play here, third and two. From their own thirty nine yard line, the Scots under eleven minutes to go as the everybody looking here towards the sidelines the Joe Friday tags Who what play call we're gonna have in. Bone comes out of the ballgame for the Scots. They've got trips right, single receiver left. And one sidecar is zero the coverage. they oh now they're backing off a little bit. I was gonna say, man, they got zero coverage over here. You run call timeout and call timeout here they got down to one on the play clock so with 10 19 to go we got our first first timeout of the ball game it is a Culligan of monmouth water break where your first three months on any water treatment system is only 995 a month we'll be back in 30 seconds back here on the prairie communications sports network monmouth college fighting scott football scotts lead 10 nothing here with 10 19 to go big third and two from their own 39 yard line and uh, uh I'm Sean Temple alongside Brent Dugan, and Brent and I looked up the score of the Illinois College Cornell game here, which is imperative to the Scots. The Scots need IC to lose at least one of these last two games, and and win out themselves. And right now, IC having their way with Cornell, 35 to seven, with uh, still a little bit of time left in the first quarter. They put 93 points on the uh, ball last just week. Just getting ready to point that out. They are just playing so well right now, offensively and, and defensively, for that matter. Even, uh, Straight ahead. Anyway, he Rublick, he's got it. This nearside official's got it. Yep, they're gonna move the sticks. He's yeah. already pointing, waving the sticks down. Get get going there, Scottwood. <laughs> load her up and move there, Woody. It'll be first and ten for the Scots on their own forty-one yard line. So <laughs> the, yeah, the bad news is IC's got a huge lead over Cornell, and uh, again the Scots need uh, need need IC to lose. But you're you're playing for the for the bowl game here at the end. The runner-up gets to go to the bowl game. First and 10 from the 41. Boyer, back to pass, straight back, looks out to his left, sidearms it out there, complete inside Lake Forest territory. Another simulation sports in mama first down. Phillip Rivers, that sidearm delivery he has. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you mentioned Phillip Rivers earlier in the year, I was like, yep, that that's exactly who he looks like. He had a nice career, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I don't know, what's he got, like 10, 11 kids, 15 kids? Oh, yeah, he's River's still, got a whole slew of kids. Still going, <laughs> I think that's why he had to retire from football. <laughs> right? Paying for daycare is killing him. <laughs> First and 10 from the 45. Scott's on the move again inside Forster territory. Back to pass again is Boyer. This time looking down the right sideline, uh, looking for Nate like Boyer. Picked off at the 13-yard line, yeah. Um, He's saying he wasn't down. He kind of fell on Nate Thornton, but I'm sure when a knee hit at some point. Alan Thornton's jumping off the field. But like the interception, that, that is uh, Darian Miller. And they lead the nation in interceptions. Yeah. Returns for touchdowns, and they're, they're 14th in the nation with 13 picks on the year. And that ball, for some reason, hung hung up there on uh, on Carter, and I don't know exactly why. Maybe he just didn't get a chance to get step into it. The ball just kind of came out of his hand wrong. Well, like you said, hype that, wise that's a that's a matchup. I think that was supposed to be up for grabs for Nate, and Nate kind of fell down, kind yeah, of flipped, he, he, so he didn't get a chance to go up and get it. Oh, our buddy Bob Foster's on it, though. He'll, he'll be back in there raring to go. <laughs> if anything, Mom and College flipped the field, and that's probably yeah. one of the more important things. With that kickoff, it wasn't, I don't think, drawn up the right way, but uh, oh, there's a little mix-up in, in the backfield. Field, they do get the handoff off and a good game. Good moves there by the uh, force running back out to the to the uh, 19, 18, 19 yard line. That's oh, going to be seven yard game. Yeah, close to a first down. I give him eight on the play. It'll be second. AJ yeah, Jackson is a stud. He he put all kinds of moves on there. Yeah, my ankles hurt just yeah. watching from the press box. Funny you said that. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Ten nothing. Scott's here. I blew a knee. Out. I blew <laughs> a knee <laughs> <out> watching him. <laughs> <laughs> eight and a half minutes ago here at the first down. That was impressive. Eight-yard gain. So that, I believe, is the longest rush they had because the Trey Stewart um, scramble got called back on a, on a hold. Stewart will roll left, right-handed quarterback, tough throw, and through the hands of the receiver on the sideline at about the 36-yard line. So it'll be second or third and about two now. That play right there tells me they think they can get a third and two short yard run here. I was just thinking that's a curious, in my own mind, I thought, well, that's a curious call in second and two when yours uh, are a premium. Yeah, I, I would have definitely, I don't know. I suppose you get a big play there. You, you don't second yeah. guess that, but. oh, no, you're a genius in yeah, those cases. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be that read option play here, I guarantee it. And, and I, if I was of college, I wouldn't put all my eggs in my basket, but you got to stop that guy right there. And I think they may have. He's close out over the top. They're waving him on. Okay. Yeah, first and ten. Barely. Somebody tripled. Barely A. got it out. <laughs> For you listeners, uh, our first down crew over there, I think it's Scott Wood, and I can't tell who else is going on the over there. The crack staff we've got over it's there. It's Jeff Thompson, usually he's over there doing it. Scott Weber, I don't think. I think he's in is the basketball. Ferguson, Ferguson maybe holding the down yeah, marker. Yeah, that's Ferguson. <laughs> he's got the, the Captain Morgan Poe is going That might down. be the most athletic group of chain gang in the Midwest Conference right over there. Body of a former <laughs> athlete. Three of them. First and 10. <laughs> First and 10 for the, the Foresters. Who? Big hole there off the left side out over the 25 to the 26. 27-yard line. That'd be about a five-yard gain, six-yard gain. We'll see where they finally get to forward progress call it six. Yeah, they made some adjustments. Uh, I know the H-back is, they got an H-back position or formation in there now, and they're getting kick-out blocks on the interior uh, defensive line. 26-yard line is when they put the football down, so it'll be second and a a short-time long four, as we are going to be under seven minutes at the snap here in the second quarter. Monmouth College leads 10-0 over Lake Forest. Stewart to give Popped at the line of scrimmage, falls forward for a couple, but he's going to be short it's going to be another third down. Tomoski, I like his, I like his uh, intensity. Just love it. He brings a little energy to that defense. He, he sure either. does, man. Strap up his <laughs> helmet and hit him again. Strap up, restrap re- up your helmet after that. Third and three. This is a, it's a big one. Interesting play here, play call here. I don't know. I don't think you can go for it. Now, in outside of a one yard. If it's fourth and one, it could cost you the game with six twenty left sure. in the second quarter. That's right That's definitely third and three. We'll see what Coach Catanzaro Zaro dials up here. And it's gonna be straight ahead. Oh, Getting in the backfield there. <laughs> we were just talking you that were just talking about the Yes. Look at him get that big fist pump. That's a loss on the play. It's going to be four to six, and out comes the punt team. What a big play by Tanner Tomoski! Coach Braun, I'll give him a lot of credit on that. He had a, a left linebacker, inside linebacker blitz with Tomoski, and nice job of hitting that seam. As soon as he did, man, that was a nice tackle. What a big stop there by the Scots defense! Boy, no faith in the passing game whatsoever. Straight up kick end over end. Get out of the way. Get out of the oh it's thank gonna gosh. Hit a, yeah, it hit a Lake Forest uh defender about that the That ball was gonna roll to the twenty. Yes. I, I had a feeling when we said that earlier we we're probably giving it a jinx. Those those end over ends you just never know. And the Scots have gotten the bad end of the end over end punts <laughs> all year long. But that's good field position at the forty six. Yeah, once it did hit the uh the Lake Forest Forest uh, the Forester Coverage guy, which is probably Gavin Schaefer. Um, once it hit him, I seen uh, um, uh, Gabe Ziegler-Harris said, hey, it's it's a free ball now. I can take this thing, and if I fumble, it's still my yeah, ball. Yeah. i seen him kind of jet over maybe towards him and get out of bounds too quick. First and um, ten, Scott's good field position. Don't you find it interesting that Trey Stewart's taking the majority of snaps at quarterback for Lake Forest, and he's not even on the 2-D? No, he's not first or second string on the 2-D. Is two that deep. a little gesturing by, oh, there right. we go. Right, there's Boyer going kind to... Of, Going to fake a pass and get inside Forrester territory. Good run by Carter Boyer. It's going to be short of the first down, but not by a lot. It's second one, and now the playbook is wide open. You know what I like about this drive here? It's 520 left. You defer to the second half, Monmouth College. If you put points on the board, you're going to get it right to start, uh, start third quarter. How big a drive is this? You put oh. points on the board and get the ball back. And if you can weed out that five minutes on the clock. Even if you can just get three out of this. Should worst-case case scenario. Straight ahead, Brooks. On second one, Scott's first down. Simulation Sports and <laughs> Monmouth gets another first down. they the 42-yard line. There's some hitting going on there, oh, Sean. Number 43 came up from a defensive back position. Javon. Oh, Alquin. Yeah. Oh, maybe he's a, he's a little bit of an outside linebacker. It looked like he came from the defensive back position, but he's outside linebacker. Well, he came up and stuck. <laughs> McCabe Brooks. They've got three timeouts for the Scouts, but I think we took one. Yeah, I know we took we one at the play clock. So two timeouts for Monmouth College from the 42-yard line of uh, Lake Forest, and Boy- Boyer sails one out of bounds here over the Good head decision. Good to see Nate Thornton back on the field. Yep. That was a good decision on that throw just to throw it away. It'll be second and ten. I'll tell you what, uh, it's been amazing how they have kept how they have kept uh, the Carter Boyer upright all, all season long. That's another one of the uh, stats that you don't see a whole lot is is least sacks given up and the Scots rate rate uh, just four sacks given up of Boyer all year. That's ninth in the nation. And what a great job by the offense. You know, line. I think a lot of it has to do with oh uh, there's a hole. There's gonna be a hole call. <laughs> Seventy one. <laughs> It's right. Did it's right. A it's right. A defeat of, of an offensive lineman that is Malik Boxley, and he just kind of pointed <laughs> he down. At he the point down. Like, Give me a break. <laughs> Good run there, man. That's By that's Brooks. huge on that. Because, Rubik, 20, Rubik. Yeah, it was Rubik. If uh, that play happens, then you're third and short, and now you're looking at a second and forever twenty. Yeah, this is a uh, this is our first far pick Nugent. Of the ball game, second and twenty for the Scots. What I don't like about this is it kind of—I uh, hope it does not blow the momentum of the drive. You don't want to put Lake Forest no. in, in second long position. Their yeah. defense is too good. Give yourself a shot here on third down. Stepping another up is Boyer. Oh, they missed it. And Boyer's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage, so it'll bring up a third and ten. So now, and you, you don't have to bite off more against you here. If you get five, six yards, oh. you can go for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want that clock to tick right now. Even if you can't score and put it in the end zone, um, you want that clock to tick right now because Lake Forest hasn't shown a whole lot of uh, power as far as uh, getting the ball down the field. Under four minutes now. It's 3.40. The clock is moving. It'll be third and 11 for the Scots. They do have two timeouts. Now they'll back out and get another play call in. And Boyer relays that along to the offensive line, and we're ready to go. Play clock down to three. There's a snap. Boyer throws it down the left uh, side. The receiver fell down again. Uh, that's Jackson Berger and fell down at the 30. The ball landed at about the uh, 18-yard line out of bounds. Well, kind of hard to catch a ball. and I mean, he had a hold of the receiver. They're going for it, or at least showing they're going to go for it. Maybe a, lot quick maybe, maybe a little quick kick here. taking a, Like you said, taking a page out of Wartburg's playbook do that quite a little bit. Yeah, I would think the little quick kick's coming here. and This time, don't kick it down to the 1, Carter. <laughs> Let that thing kick up at the 10. Now, Lake Force's is going to call timeout with the clock stopped. And, oh, um, wow. Wow. That's I mean, you need timeouts here with, with two minutes left, a minute. Where's the clock ticking for? Somebody? Home field advantage here. <laughs> the clock is still moving. There's a timeout <laughs> called. And the clock's still going. <laughs> All right, let's uh, step aside, take a time out ourselves. This is sponsored by Tinkhams Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call tickham's Electric at three three five three zero three four. We'll be back. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium we have an officials conference going on. The clock continue to run. Three oh three oh three because He he originally said I I don't know if we were at timeout already uh, at commercial break by then, but he initially said to bring it up to 158. And you and I were talking. I thought it was well over two minutes, and you said it was three. Yeah, we were were right at 303. We were going to put our (laughs) yeah. We had our fingers up to our lips, saying shh, don't tell anybody because that uh, we don't need the clock right now. Lake Forest does. Right. That's it's still a curious timeout for me. You've only got now. You've only got two left. And I don't think you've shown yourself to be a huge big play offense all season. Why for would Lake Forrest call the timeout there? Interesting to see if the Scots aren't. Oh, and then an uh, early move there by the left tackle. 54 for uh, now. Scots. Now you're punting. Yeah, Colby McMillan must have got the wrong snap count because as soon as he backed up, he looked at Carter Boyer with his hands out. <laughs> Either that or... Uh, nope, you're right because he's still questioning on what the heck the, the, yeah he was talking to Carter coming out he's got a run back on the field one of the protectors for the punter Alec Hesson be Hessen's first punt yeah you're not going to fool anybody with a quick kick here um, I'm okay if you punt this one I would not give yeah, right. uh, my man AJ Jackson any room to change this game we saw him return one on the field two years ago if get, it, get into one Alec here and oh. almost almost uh, he's going to have a chance to return for 15 Going
1: to oh, the far side, the going back. to the
0: far side, hit at the 10. Oh, boy. Now he's down the right sideline, still on his feet, still on his feet out to the 34. That's why I would have been fine with kicking that thing out of bounds at about the 15, if, if you have to. Just <laughs> kick it out of the 25. Throw it to your mother. Right, throw, throw it to your back. mother. Kick that thing out of the 25, wouldn't bother me one iota, as long uh, as A.J. Jackson doesn't get a chance to return it. That's a good return up in the He's time. electric. Is there uh, a block in the back out there? Yeah, they, I they thought mean, so. I thought there was a little bit of a block in the back, but I'm probably wishing more so than <laughs> anything because I saw, I saw the potential of that return once he got outside that little area there. Well, he shook a couple tackles, made a... Yeah. Got he an early score moves. for you with Tevin Baker's team playing today. And weather Weathershills up 6 nothing. On Morrison was wow. one minute left before after You and I were talking that the A.W. had their had their work cut out for him. There's a run oh. and tackled immediately <laughs> after about a yard gain by, uh, was that Anthony Williams? Number 95. Yeah, Anthony Williams in on that one. Man, there you go. You hear the background of, of the call. But uh, Sean Temple on it, was, <laughs> that, was a, that was a hit there. That was one that I'm glad I'm up here. And not running a football for Lake Forest because that was a hit. It's a 35 and a half yard line, about a half yard gain of the second nine and a half for the Foresters now. They're still taking their time with 2.08. I think they're just trying to get out of this half. That's not bad field position. Not terrible. And I think a solid kicking game, I believe, a pretty solid kicking game. Okay, do you call timeout if your mom sells? Yeah. Good question. Of course, Mom College should be happy up 10-0, 10-0. 10-0 in a game. And like you that. have the ball to start third quarter. Yeah. They're happy. They're not calling timeout. Third and seven now with what Four, is going on with the referee. Seven to go, and now we've got another. They've stopped the clock. and That was some problems with the clock today. They're going to add three seconds. Onto it, up to two minutes, and then third and seven. That's been interesting on how Chancy the Forsters get here. We'll know what the rest of their uh, drive is off this play. Actually, we've kind of gotten a good indication of what's going to be there. They're in no hurry to get this play off. Well, we're under two minutes in the clock. If the open. ball hits the ground here on incompletion, you're calling. You're you're stopping the clock. I mean, wow. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, a curious play caller. And we've seen Mama's College score in a blink of an okay, eye. they are a big playoff. Man. Yeah. Yeah, they are a big playoff. Man. I would definitely know where A.J. AJ Jackson is. Yeah, it's just going to be a game off the left side again. He's going to be well short. Uh, still before. Won. I saw the speed 41. i called call time Yeah, I think we yep. did. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fourth and four. Oh, Here's sorry. the other thing, Sean. With 123 to go. Boy, late Forest. I, I think you're kind of. Relying on your defense a little too much, and here's the, here's the other thought: we've come close to a couple pump blocks. Yeah, that that, that snap is not getting back there, and what we call a catcher's term pop time is not getting back there that quick. I uh, I try to do a little pump block here if I had mom's college. Even I mean, even if you can always take a knee, even if you send the whole eleven, don't even put anybody back is your, is an option. You, you know what? If you don't score here, if you can waste the rest of the clock. You get the ball to start the third quarter. So what's the difference? You know, clock's kind of a little bit of your opponent right now to a degree. I yeah. mean, I don't want to get too far ahead of it because we're only in the second quarter, but you want that clock to continue to run when you're up 10 points. Coach Braun is uh, discussing things with, with the offensive coordinator Joe Freitag. This time out, yeah, we got into into uh, so, so much of uh, what, what could happen here. But you folks know that it's Culligan of Monmouth Water Break, where your first three months on any water treatment system is only nine ninety five. It's a fourth and three. The Forester's on their own 42. The Scots do have somebody back at the 20. Bloomington Central Catholic is up 13-0 on Farmington with three minutes to play in the second quarter, just to give you some playoff scores. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in how those are going. What a, what a great early start there for Animal Weathersfield. Or a, I've seen, i seen Morris. I did the Mammoth Roseville Morrison game, and Morrison. You said the fastest that. team speed I've ever seen across the board for high school football team. Fourth and three, taking all the time, but the clock stops. So there's another kind of a lot. The Scots get it. Good call, Brent Dugan, up in the air, caught him on the fly at the 15 yard line. Good call, Brent Dugan. They got – yeah, that that snap was like a lob, like a lob pass yeah, back there. Yeah, it took forever to get back there, and I, I didn't get the number on who blocked that punt, but, uh, yeah, somebody's down from Mama College, and that's not – I don't like that. But. Yeah, I don't know if that's the the one who caught the punt, the punt. Yeah, it was. It, it was a single number. I want to say it's not rubric, Is it rubric? No, I don't. It's not a five, I don't think. Four, Four six. six. Six, yep. Thanks. Next door. Appreciate it. Michael Lord. Or Nick Hampton could be uh, could be Hampton or Lord. I would think it would probably would have been Lord. That pump block went higher than any pump that guy's ever. Do you know what I mean? It took forever to come down. The Scouts was just waiting on it like a fair catch to come down. I'm not. Can as you quick fair to... catch that? I'm not as quick as I used to be, but I think I could have left the booth, run down the the bleachers, and caught that in the air by the time it landed. I just fell when I got to the door. <laughs> It's going to be a first and goal for the Scots once they attend uh, to the injured player. What a what a huge turn of events! We were just talking about how conservative Lake Forest was with good field position. How big that timeout, Mom and Oh, you got a minute ten to score from what would we say the 12 yard line now? 11. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. yeah. I see where they got the football. I was thinking the footballs where the uh, pile of the players down inside the ten at about the eight. Football sitting on the twelve, I think, eleven or twelve. What do you got on the board? Twelve yard line. With a minute 14 to go, the Scots do have a time, timeout. Time so you, you can run the football at some point, and you can get a first down before you score if you need to. Yeah, I hope uh, – Worst case scenario, if you don't have any negative plays, you're, you're kicking a 29-yard field goal. Yes, that's another good point. You're, you're in field goal range now for, for Hessen. I see a six here on this huddle, and I can't tell if that's either Hampton or Lord. I'm guessing probably Michael Lord is the one that is down. Yeah, I think you're right. And then Hampton, the wide receiver over here with the offense. Okay, that makes sense. That'd be, a, that'd be a big loss if they couldn't get Michael back starting safety for the Scots. He's been down here a little while. We're going to take a 30-second break, and we'll come back and we'll keep it here for the last minute 14. We'll be back here on uh, AM 1330 FM 95.7 WRAM. Welcome back to WRAM. The uh, sideline is down here for Monmouth College. I think I seen there was movement down there. Um, yeah, he's so moving. I guess a leg injury that, yeah. that they're calling out the. Uh, and I see Michael Lord's dad going to the field. So it is Michael Lord who is down right now. We don't want to speculate on the injury. Obviously, take, everyone's taking a one knee uh, approach to this, as as everyone should sure. in respect to the injury and and just the competition that, that's out there in these days. And no one wants to see anybody get injured. And, Bringing out, I see the stretcher rolling on the other on the other side of the track behind the uh, Lake Forest Lake Forest bench uh, defensive back mate um, Nick Harris over there in the huddle too. Now he's headed back to the sideline. Of course, coaches are around. Michael Lord. We do have some scores in. We'll we'll catch some scores to see when uh, see if they get uh, Michael loaded up here on the stretcher. What do you got over there for high school? Well, we got uh, Weathersfield uh, now 6-6 at halftime. Morrison tied it there right before the end of the second quarter. Uh, I do believe that Farmington is still down, what did I tell you, 13-0? Well, if I can hit the right button. It's not eye problems these days. It's just <laughs> fat fingers. There you <laughs> go. Bloomington, <laughs> Cent- Bloomington Central Catholic is still 13 nothing ahead of... Uh, uh, Farmington there in the 2A playoffs. Drown- Downs Tri-Valley against Wilmington. Those are two playoff names that we've called over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Downs a of, Tri-Valley. A lot of names on these football rosters. Too. Yeah, exactly. Downs Tri-Valley is up 7-0 with nine minutes in the first quarter. Some of these uh, kickoffs this weekend are 2 o'clock kickoffs I saw. And I know how Coach Dawson was talking on earlier show, how he loves that 5 o'clock I mean, you see the smile on his face when he was <laughs> yeah. talking about that. But he—it was the happiest text I got from him last weekend when he said, "Hey, uh, uh, we're playing at five o'clock." I was like, "That's perfect for our doubleheader." Well, I was today. getting right to say, I, I, I thought you had some uh, something to do with that. You, you, were, <laughs> you were maybe enticing him to say, "Hey, can you do a five o'clock?" I don't even have pole in my own home, let alone anywhere well, outside the home. We all knew that, but I wasn't going to say anything out loud, especially on radio waves. <laughs> Um, yeah it's taken a little while here they got the uh, the uh, stretcher out to the uh i think stretcher still on the sideline there's pretty good group around um michael lord and we can't see through i i again we're not going to speculate i thought i'd seen some movement but that might have been somebody that was knelt down beside uh, yeah he, michael lord he's so. moving but he's holding like his shin area that that you know I yeah. think it, again we're not speculating but uh, obviously they're putting him on but you would put them on a stretcher for, for maybe a nasty break or something. Yeah. Yep. So let's see. I'm trying to get a score of the oh there we go. I got a score from Illinois College and Cornell, forty nine to seven now, with ten minutes left in the second quarter. Oh, Illinois college meeting Cornell. That's just it's getting worse. Yeah, they scored ninety three last 93 week. Forty nine out what time did you say in the second quarter? Nine minutes? There's still ten minutes left in the second quarter. They're well on their way to another ninety, 90 point miles. outburst. And Cornell's oh. not they're not they're not terrible. They're not they're not, they're not great this year. What's Cornell go? Cornell is, well, 5-2, and 5-3, and three, and they're already down. Well, they were 3-1 and one or 4-1 and one yeah. when, they, when we played them. And, you know, more importantly, you and I talked about it. Who's that middle team that's going to come out there and challenge the top four that have been kind of knocking everybody down over the last three, four years? But, well, we got our answer today, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Today and, and unfortunately, probably next week. They got the uh, stretcher ready. They're bringing it out to where uh, – uh, Michael is laying inside the 10 at about the 8-yard line. Now they'll spread out and give the folks some room. We got a second game of our doubleheader later today over on our sister station, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Mohammed Roseville, the Titans, got a big win on the road last week at at uh, up at Poplar Grove, Illinois, against North Boone. They'll take on the Princeton Tigers. They lost to the Tigers 40-0 way back. About six, seven months ago, it feels like, back in week one, and both teams have changed, obviously, since then. But I, I would like to think the Titans of Monmouth-Rosal have changed more since week one than maybe a team like, like Princeton. should be a good ballgame. Five o'clock kickoff, 440 on the pregame start. I got uh, my assistant coach, Sam Sechrist, who's at the roval Waynesville game. He just gave me an update, took the opening kickoff down to the seven, punched it in, and got the two-point conversion. So they're up on Star County early in that game, 8-0. to zero. It's nice. Coach Goldstrand, who a former former uh, uh-huh. Mountain um, College Fighting Scott. and they got Michael on the uh, on the cart. Yeah, he's sitting up. It's got to be some kind of lower lower leg injury, and that's that is so tough to see. Well, he's uh, a fifth year player. Is just looking to see if he was a senior, a fifth year guy, fifth year guy. And, and with him, buddy, the Carter Boyer, you know, coming from the same town there, Carthage, the Atlanta West team. Yeah, he's like – that. you don't like to see that from either side to be honest with you and kind of takes away from the game sure, to a does. certain degree and obviously there's more important things than just the actual competition we want to we want the health of these guys throughout the season um it, it's hard to come back off that I'll tell you that when you see one of your guys especially a f- five-year guy go down but I'll tell you right now i knowing Michael Lord he, he's probably Hey, I'm hurt, but you guys can still continue and and punch it in the end zone. Let's get on with the way. I see he's leaned up on the cart looking out to see if the offense is going to punch it in here. And nowhere to go for, can't tell if that's Rublick or Kate. I think that's Rublick. Yeah, Rublick. Get back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second and ten. Back to to game action. We're just now under one minute to go. Just now got under one minute. The Scots have a timeout left, so they could even run it again if they wanted to at some point. Second and ten. For the Scots, trying to get up three scores. They're already up two at 10 nothing. Boyer calmly throws out to his right, throws it up in the air. Nate Forden, touchdown, Nate oh, Wow. There's, I, that, there's that height advantage it you, you talked about earlier in the yes. You've been Nostradamus today. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> touchdown, Scott. Hey, pickhams electric timeout. or Hey, Robert Thompson trucking timeout. we got so many timeouts. <laughs> hey, Robert trucking, Thompson trucking touchdown for all your rocks and dirt and green. All he needs, call Robert Thompson trucking at seven six eight. 2697. You got to like that play call. You, I know I've heard you that fourth and whatever play, oh, you hate the fade route. Out. Oh. Well, early in the downs? Yeah, sure. Yes. Because especially yes. with Lake Forest and the hype bands we talked about earlier, they also uh, have inside. Oh, they missed that one. Ah, darn it. So it's still, and that's a big one. It's still just a two-score game now. Ah, 16 it. To nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's so automatic. He's already got 17 up on the uh, scoreboard. It's, only 16, though, 16-0 after the missed point. And, again, that's two touchdowns and 2 two-point two conversions. So it's just a two-score game. I yet. hate to say this, but, you know, a hit that gave you a 15-yard penalty might have been a <laughs> – we'll see how this game plays out. But Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're telling, that's telling me he wasn't looking up. He was probably looking up on that a little bit. You're Maybe sure? that's why he pushed it right. Freshman. Yep. I mean, who likes getting hit as a kicker? I mean, you're kind of – you're exposed anyway. Yeah that's the reason they have that rule where you can't hit the kicker. He uh, looks pretty good jogging out there, but still like you said it might it might have been a in your you mind. Look up a little bit too quick. Well, that's a that's a big extra point miss. Now with 40 point 4 seconds, if Lake Forest was no, you know very conservative he'd kick, it, kick this thing out of bounds because if they were conservative on their last drive, they're really going to be conservative here. Maybe not down. You know, they're approach down. Yeah. yeah, they're approach 16 up and... and there's a kick. It's going to be fair caught at the 31-yard line by... That's a win for Mama College, if you ask me. Well, now, I think it's in college, too, but in the pros, you fair catch a kickoff. You can kick a field goal from there if you you choose to. (laughs) It'd be like a (laughs) 70 or 80-yarder. I didn't call a guy's name out by Bucker or (laughs) Tucker or anything like that. (laughs) Those guys can kick it. 32-yard line. I (laughs) would expect from their last offensive series that they won't do anything too crazy well, they here. They're not gonna out right like, yeah. I mean they're out of the shotgun. Well they think it been out of the shotgun. And you got mind. players like AJ Jackson you're yeah. telling me mean, well it, nothing else just throw a wide receiver screen keep, to AJ Jackson. Keep in mind. Go over the middle oh. knocked away from behind. There. There's the oh. flag How from can this guy from fifty yard okay there I the guy that's can see it the best. Yeah. Well, there is an official from the thirty the Scots thirty just threw it all the way down to the 35 of Lake Forest. From he just way back show off there. his arm, Sean. Yeah, there is two flags out there. So now I feel better that the guy on the side did too. But but hey, let's don't let's don't uh, put a shy eye to the fact that it could be offensive pass interference because it was a well, comeback yeah, route. That's true. That's true. Could have been a little push off uh, there. Maybe you're I'm talking w- about a little longer than normal. I'm wishing. Maybe. another break for the scots they're getting all they're getting all the breaks today it was a it was an offensive foul on alignment for lake forest on hands to the face and then defensive pass interference so the lake force isn't going to get anything out of that okay i'm, tr- I'm not trying to make another call here if they're in a passing situation we haven't called tevin baker's name in like two weeks we, uh, we did watch him get double teamed seemed like all last <laughs> week did, he- <laughs> and the other guys were living off of it that's yeah. for sure all right, it was first and ten. We'll do the down over with 35.8. Back to pass is Trey Stewart. Looking out to his left, get under pressure. Team. Throws down the right side. Ooh, almost. Banks is over Way over throws his receiver. And that'll stop the clock. If you're the Scots are almost thinking you can maybe get the ball back again. second and ten, so. There's 28.8. Scots lead 16 nothing over Lake Forest. You can't feel too comfortable about the punt game if you're over there at Lake Forest's um, point no, of view. No, right. The last thing you want to do is have to punt this thing again and let the Scots come get it again. You just run it and get out of this thing? Yeah, yeah I would think mama so. only has one timeout today. Probably if they had two. Well, Lake Force is going to call a timeout. So this is a odd, odd call there. Tinkham's Electric timeout. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034 or go to Tinkham'sElectric.com. It's the quarter that will never end. We'll be back in 30 seconds. <laughs> Mountain College football here on WRAM. 28.8 seconds left here in the first half. Monmouth College with a 16 nothing lead over the Forsters. It's second and 10. Forsters from their own 32 just called another they're second downing timeout. With they're a, downing it now. Oh, now they're taking knee, so they called a timeout to down it. It'll be third and 11. Because Monmouth College doesn't have any way of stopping the clock. Well, they got, they got one timeout, right? They do have one timeout. <laughs> I don't get this, Sean. But then you take another knee and then you could run it out on fourth down. So either way you can run it out run out the pocket. Yeah, with, yeah. With well the, Mama fellows is out of time now. Time so yeah. All right. So that's gonna bring it into the first half. Very interesting first half. The entire thing from the opening kickoff has been been a little odd. But the good thing is the Scots have a sixteen point lead, sixteen to nothing. As we start the halftime show, we'll be back for uh we'll talk about this first half with we'll, we'll, we'll the the stats and we also have an interview. At the half, uh, it's Camp Mammoth campus scene with Associate Vice President of Communications and Marketing Dwayne Bonifer. We'll come back with a little bit of a little bit of analysis here in three minutes. Back here at April's Memorial Stadium as we start the halftime show, sponsored by LMP Insurance Agency for your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Judy Martin. At seven three four two one one six, Monmouth College leading Lake Forest sixteen to nothing here at April's on the Morning Just a beautiful afternoon for football around the town of Monmouth. We got game two of our doubleheader today over on our sister station, Sunday ninety seven point seven WMY, Monmouth Roseville in the second round of the playoffs against the Princeton Tigers. That'll be a five o'clock kickoff, four forty with the pregame start. I'm Sean Temple alongside Mr. Brent Dugan. Dugan, what do you think of this first half? You know, it's exactly what we talked about keys of the game. I mean, Mama College defense has really made my, uh, Lake Forest kind of one-dimensional, and, and the passing game is non-existent. We don't have any stats right now, and when we get them, we'll we'll bring them to you. But right now, the passing game uh, has been non-existent for Lake Forest. I, I recall maybe one or two completions. It's that. Yeah, and and, and not, really not a ton of pressure. I mean, oh, the by way, the way, running for his life. You, you know? know, one of them was the spinx <laughs> Yeah, one, right. one, one of, them. of them didn't hit the ground was the Rocky <laughs> and the Right. So, um, Mountain College, is, I mean, they gotta be happy where they're sitting. Obviously, up 16 nothing. You all, you want to be up 17 0 right? But I mean, uh, overall, night they got two turnovers and they did a nice job on the defensive side of the ball and they taken Lake Forest out of everything they want to do. Uh, looking at the uh, third quarter scoring for Lake Forest on the season, they have put up. They have outscored their opponents 76 to 9 in the uh, in the third quarter. But you know, the nines not surprising. They're only given up 25 points all season long. Scott's got 16 on the board. And they've only given up 25 in the previous eight games. Yeah, that's uh, again. You want to give a lot of credit to Lake Forest, but then let's give the nod to Mama College in their offense. They've done a nice job in the first half. If you're looking for the Scouts to be outscored in the third quarter, though, they put 100 points up to, uh, to Lake Forest to 76. So, should be in good shape, well, as far as that goes. And if you remember last year, Lake Forest was definitely a third third quarter team. That's where it got away. Yeah, it got away from mom college there. So, if you can do what you did in the first half and sustain drives and, and the dominance that they have, I mean, it, it run over pass. They've done a fairly decent job of getting the football moving. Uh, a couple holding calls. There's a holding call that kind of, Prevented that one drive to being successful. But uh, we talked about the two turnovers. We forgot about the block punt. Oh, yeah. It right. ends up being a, a turnover. I mean, in essence. Cause in a spot which field. was very curious for Lake Forest leading up to that block punt. Yeah. We, we're, play goals we're in here shaking our heads and under, trying to understand the logic of why, why that would even be played out on how the timeouts were used there in the second quarter by Lake Forest. Um, we're certainly not here to second guess no, any coaching. No. Um, but also that's a little bit of how we got to portray it and, and make sure you listeners understand that, uh, it, it, you know, they yeah, were very, very timeout to stop the clock. Yeah. Uh, the right. clock was already stopped in two of their timeouts. And all they did on that one possession is put Mama College in a better position. We're going to step aside before we get our halftime stats in and take a look at some other scores around the Midwest Conference and some high school playoff action, early playoff action. We got an interview which the Monmouth campus scene with Associate Vice President of Communications and Marketing, Dwayne Bonifer. Dwayne's halftime guest this week is Professor Todd Quick in the Monmouth College Theater Department. We'll come back with Dwayne's interview in 30 seconds. Welcome back to April's Lawn Memorial Stadium as we continue the halftime show, sponsored by LMP Insurance Agency. For your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. It's time for the halftime stats. That's sponsored by Save-A-Lot Foods in Monmouth. Your Save-A-Lot is looking to add to their team with positions available for a meat cutter, meat wrapper, and a stock person. Save-A-Lot is a discount grocery chain carrying brand names and private labels. You'll enjoy competitive wages in a fast-paced environment. So apply today at Save-A-Lot Foods in Monmouth. Save-A-Lot of time. Save-A-Lot of money. Save-A-Lot food store in Monmouth. What's the stats look like? Broadcast partner Brent Dugan. Well, we knew uh, scoring was going to be tough to come by. Yards are going to be tough to come by. And that sh- certainly is the story here in the first half. Although Montcalm College up 16-0, winning the turnover battle, two to zero. But also on that block punt, I consider that a turnover just because it put him in a short short field uh, position. But AJ Jackson uh, for Lake Forest, he's gained uh, only 13 yards, and I say only because he's very electric. We saw him on that one punt return that uh, you and I both kind of clinched a little bit because we thought maybe get, <laughs> get loose or cut across the field there. but it's a good uh, way to put it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor good Goodwin had that one, I think the second possession, had a couple good runs and I think it stalled out because he turned the ball over on a little swing pass. Uh, one of their turnovers was by him. He fumbled the football. Sean, uh, six carries, 11 yards. Trey Stewart which hasn't been um, a name that they've called here recently. Just I don't know if he had an injury or whatever, but he's got one carry for eight yards, and we called his name in the past. Today, uh, is the first time they've seen him probably in a week or so. Uh, Receiving-wise, Taylor Goodwin had that one catch for eight yards, but he did fumble that. A.J. Jackson, three targets, one catch, four yards. Not much to speak about offensively for Lake Forest and give a lot of a lot of credit to Mom's college, and, and they're sticking their neck out there right now and saying, you know what, maybe we're the better team on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, all that being said, McKay um, Brooks, eight, ca- eight, eight carries, 32 yards. Nice. He had a nice uh, first possession where he had po- a lot of positive yards. Um Boyer, seven carries, 36 yards, getting out of the pocket. And you got a neighbor like a uh, poor guy, got five, five carries, four yards, but he does have a TD. That's <laughs> a stat line. As long as it's in the end zone, that's a stat line yep. you like. And Carter Cardboard does have the one pick, which you, you and I talked about that, the flip of the field position. Other than that pick, he's 9 of 15, 97 yards, and a touchdown to Nate Thornton, who has three catches for 48 yards. Bergen, two catches for 33 yards. i has two catches on the bubble screens for nine yards. And Rubik on the swing pass, two catches for seven yards, trying to get outside their linebackers, making them run sideline, sideline. Carter Boer has that one punt for 44 yards. I want to throw that out there because he is the quarterback, (laughs) Um, and it says Cody Zelf, but I I think that was Heston that had the punt for 33 yards, and that was when uh, we thought maybe uh, you know they were going to return that punt. But I'd say the storyline here is just the the two big turnovers for Lake Forest has kind of pinned them, pinned uh, their ears. You know, Montcalm's been able to pin their ears back, and the passing game has just been non-existent for Lake Forest. But uh, it's been turnover game, and that's kind of been the storyline of why Mom College is up 16-0. Yeah, and they haven't done a great job of turning other teams over. Again, minus two they're, they're six and two, They're 6-2 and on the season, 6-1 and one in conference play, and are minus two in the turnover margin for the season. So it's good to see that uh, today. Uh, let's get a quick look at the at the Week 8 Midwest Conference schedule. 56-20 to 20, Illinois College leading Cornell. Scots need Illinois College to lose. They're not playing nice. I feel uh, a comeback. Nice. Yeah. It, it come was a 56-14. Uh, now it's 56-20, so Cornell's uh, coming, back, coming back, man. University of Chicago beating Grinnell. It's a surprisingly close game, 21-14. to It is 27-21, Knox over Lawrence at the half, and Rippon leading to uh, Beloit 35-3. to uh, A little high school football. Robo Williamsfield's up 16-0 on Star County. Wow. Robo Williamsfield, uh, again, the uh, head coach by Grant Goldstrand, a former mom-and-college player. Kickoff, the form can kick off, start the second half, return by... Gabe yeah, Ziegler Harris, yeah. pretty good return out to about the 27-yard line. Not a bad little return there. We like calling that name, don't we? Yeah. The uh, we with uh, Jeremiah Glenn Lewis Charles being being uh, and both are number zero, by the way. Yeah, right. The <laughs> the law firms of the of the zero, if they go together, that's a Jeremiah Glenn Lewis Charles Gabe Ziegler Harris uh, law firm there on zero the zero <laughs> avenue. Scott's offense on the field. They lead 16 to nothing, two scores. They missed the extra point that could have put them up three scores there towards the end of the first half. Straight ahead. On first and ten. McCabe Brooks be interesting to see. The first half was such a such a chess match between these two head coaches. Be interesting to see how what kind of changes each of them have made here. This is two really good coaching staffs. Yeah, most certainly. I you know, hats off to both and, and I don't want to you know, I don't want to sit here and say that we're questioning the coaching staff that's across the way there at Lake Forest. That's just not curious decision. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, and maybe he's saying, you know what, well, we lost that first half, and we got to make some some adjustments. Um, but I think I would have, with Michael Lord going down there, oh yeah, I would another, have, yeah. I would have tested that a little bit to see what what uh, what I could have got done there in that two minute, you know, I would have tried it on, off, yeah, yeah. Uh, another run by, by McCabe Brooks loses one, so it's third and eight now. It looks like Lake Forest is... They're uh, trying to get the game, uh, get the momentum back a little bit, aren't they, Sean? A couple of short, short, uh, short gain and then a loss on a play for Monmouth College has given Lake Forest at least a little momentum here to start the second half because they didn't have any momentum to end that first half for sure. No. Back to pass his Boyer on third and eight. Flushed out to his right under pressure, just throws it up to the, the mom. Just threw it up to mom in the front row, and good decision. So, it's going to be fourth down, the punt team on. So, well, we got a minute, a minute 25 into this uh, first or second half and a three and out for the Scots. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't have much time on that. But a great decision uh, by Carter Boyer, I believe. You know, you don't want to turn the ball over there. You don't want to make any risks, especially being up 16 nothing. But, yeah, Lake Force has come out here with a different attitude. Oh, Hessen, another one of those. Oh, uh, well, that's a good kick by Hessen. It's high going to be caught at the 35. This is where we don't buy AJ Jackson, that's and they hold him to a nine-yard return on the punt. Good whew. field position for Lake Forest. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Take a deep breath once he gets finally gets uh, taken to the turf. It'll be first and 10 for Lake Forest. Good field position on their own. 43, 44, 44, I think. And a three and out for the Scots. Yeah, that's what the doctor ordered right there. I mean, it's going to, it's going to be, a, I mean, it's been a good solid game. It's going to be a good game before this thing's done. And it was the third quarter. We've uh, we've referenced a couple times during this broadcast. It was the third quarter last year that was the undoing for the Scots. And Scots returned the favor. Uh, Yeah, I was getting ready to say the answer to to their defensive stand is, what do you got Mama College? And right (laughs) off the bat, a two-yard loss. Two-yard loss for Mal Chun. Uh, About a one-yard loss, you're going to say, back to the forty. Three-yard line. The Lake Forest owned 43. It'll be second and 11. Negative carry for Chun on, on first down. Our, our job is not only to, to give the listeners kind of what we see, but I'm also going to remind you, you remember Coach Braun, He said he had a, just a look in his eye that day after that IC game. I wouldn't want to be the opponents going forward. The rest of the season. The rest of the season. Yeah. And, my goodness, look at this defense and the stand that they've been making in recent weeks second oh, and and Stewart taken down behind the line of scrimmage on the uh kind of a play action or a rpo there or some kind of oh some little jet sweep option there and man you talk about a great read who got who's the one that got in there 99 that's the caucus that is cauc- anthony secaucus one of the top sack people in the day in the uh I don't know if that counts as a sack, but that's definitely just, a tackle for loss. Tackle for loss. That's that's one of the keys that I've been seeing the defense as of late, especially. They've been just getting tackled for losses. Third and 15 here, you just don't really have a play call for this. And I would also be uh, keeping an extra eye on A.J. Stewart, Jackson. Over the middle, overthrows his receiver. Boy, Not either. even close. Not he's, even close. He's got happy feet back there, doesn't he? Yeah. Kevin didn't get the tackle there or get a sack, but what pressure he, you know. Everybody knows he's looming, right? He's, he's around. So he didn't get the sack, but he got uh, nice pressure on there and hurried his pass. Well, there's one way to get the uh, momentum back and just have a nice stand, uh, a good defensive series for the Scots there, a minus four. Oh, by the way, they blocked the last punt. And we'll see if the Scots come get this one. It's fourth and 14. Line of scrimmage is the Lake Forest own 40-yard line. Punt is away this uh, time. A hurried punt. could be a chance to return here from the 33. I'm okay with seven. that. I'm yeah. okay with that. Good field position. Fielding the punt was Gabe Ziegler-Harris. What I like best about that, is that the ball didn't bounce. He came up and fielded it. Maybe you only got three or four yards, but you saved probably 15 to 20 because it looked like that ball was going to bounce. From what we've seen, could have been 25 <laughs> or 30. <laughs> exactly. That's what we've seen earlier this season. We have seen that. And if you want to talk about flipping the field again, Mama's College actually gained, what, 10, 12 yards on those two possessions just by via punt, you know. Yeah, turnover on down both sides, but you gained 12 yards on those two possessions. Gosh, only there's still 11:45 on the clock, so neither of those offensive <laughs> <all this> series <laughs> took very long. We had the second quarter that would never end. Back to pass is Boyer. He's flushed out to his left under pressure avoids his sack. Throws it downfield. I don't like field, that pass. Yeah, and complete, Looking for looking for Jackson Bergeron at about the 48 yard line of late Forest. There was a, uh, a cramp going on right there. <laughs> There was the only. There was a. There was a defender between the receiver and the ball that time. Yeah, he uh, didn't bite on that under route. And when Carter threw that, I, I kind of woof. Don't throw that pass against your. You know, late, late across the middle, inner middle, I guess. Uh, you had a defensive back fall down. I wonder who he was. He might have been guarding that flat route that I think I would have taken if I was Carter Boyer. Yeah, man down here on the yeah, my second desk boy. He's got fifty plus touchdowns in mom college history. His well, you, you were a you were an all state quarterback in your day, so <laughs> yeah, I you didn't have to throw do that very much. <laughs> you have you have the the uh you have the ability. I do not. <laughs> not. If I audible to a pass, I think they called timeout and said, What <laughs> are you doing? Right in front of the staff. I know he's <laughs> gonna throw a timeout. Coach Whiteman and Coach Lorgan got a man down 4 late four, still kind of up on his uh, up on his hands there. Definitely, a, they were kind of stretching him out there. Well, defense working on something here. Yeah, the defense for Stark County got them back in the game. It's a, eight, a 16 to eight game. They got a pick six as to kind of counter what uh, Rova Williamsfield did. So it's 16 to eight. Uh, Rova Williamsfield ahead in that game late in the second quarter. High school, second round of the high school playoffs all over the state of Illinois today. We'll have one of those games later today on our sister station, Sunday 97.7, 440 with the pregame start. Self and Jeff Ewing will bring you Mama Roseville Titan football. And we're hoping to get a little update on that Prairie Central-Montini game. Man, yeah, is- I, I got the video. There was no scores. and They don't have any uh, any accounts that I could find. They do have a video, but there's no score. Nice complete pass. pass at the 40-yard line fighting catch by Brendan Bishop. That'll move the sticks. First, first down for either team in the second half. Simulation Sports and Mama sponsoring our first down. There's that side delivery again by Carter Boyer. got kind of a laid it right out there for him. He did. It's like a sling slingshot guy. kind of thing <laughs> yeah. he's got going on. Yeah, it's perfect description for you folks who watch NFL football on Sunday, uh, at least back in the day when Philip Rivers was slinging it. He's got an arm slot just exactly like Phillip Rivers, about three-quarters, sometimes Phillip, all the way sidearm. I think Phillip Rivers... That curb doesn't take after his, what do you want to say, ta- uh, jawing? Is that what you were that? Because I think he did a lot of that. Did a lot we're of trash kids. talking. Sure. Yeah. Sure. A little flat pass out there to McCade Brooks. Not much there. About a yard down to the 38-yard line of Lake Forest. You get any score here. And you really, you get any score. And if you could take this clock under the halfway point of the third quarter, we're at 1040 now. You really put Lake Forest in a it, bind. And Lake Forest's offense has not shown us anything to this point. Um, but yeah, you put three scores on the board, man. They're 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 going to be climbing an uphill battle there for most of the second half here, and I don't think they can get there. And they had trouble moving it the first half. Second and nine for the Scots. They Give to Brooks. He's There's uh, boy, a that's going to come back. That's going to come back. The gain is down to the thirty-five yard line. It would have been a gain of about three. It would have been third and six, but it's going to be much more than that. Do you decline it? Yeah, you got to take that down. Yeah, that's going to go on the uh, on the Scots. Yeah, I think you got to take that holding. I mean, it's a matter of taking a down giving them another down to get the yardage, but I would also say you got to put that on your defense now. You know, third and long, or I'm sorry, second and long versus third and maybe manageable, you definitely got to take them back 10 yards. Yeah, back to the forty-six. Well, they had it to forty-six. Now they've decided it's the forty-eight. So they picked it up and moved it back two he more still yards. can't figure out what he. There we go. There you go, buddy. <laughs> so the penalty was on Malik Boxley. He just kind of slapped his, slapped his. He's had a heck of a time. Today. He was the one that pointed down, I think, at the flag earlier. He did. He time. had a holding call over there. <laughs> Second long for the Scots. Over the middle. Oh, he's Ooh. there early. Who intended for earlier right on time. That hey, was very close. Well. Right. That was borderline early. Darian Miller it's going to be an incomplete pass. Boy, they, when they talk about cornerbacks and, you know, you got the Deion Sanders of the world, the closing speed they have. Well, Mr. Uh, uh, Darian Miller showed it right there, didn't he? Yeah, because that's, you know, nine times out of ten we've seen that this season. That's, that's a complete pass to Nate. Now you have third and long. Third and long, they got up on the board. Third and 19. So one yard short of another perfect Nugent. Third and 19 for the guy. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Rublick is in the backfield with Boyer. Takes a snap, drops back, looking for a screen. I just to throw it out of bounds. That, would, that was, was a think that was a screen. Looked like a screen out of the uh, out of the gate there, and, and Boyer seen nothing there, so he chucked it out of bounds. I thought they could have got uh, Carter for throwing it out of bounds. He yeah. didn't see me as out of the pocket, did it, John? No, he was. It was a straight because it was going to be a screen. It was a straight drop back. The reason my hesitation in my voice there, I was watching the. The white hat. He was looking like he was gonna throw. He looked like he was huh. gonna throw that. in. Yeah, I don't think he was out of the pocket, unless they said there was a receiver in the area, which there was. It was Nate Thornton blocking. You know, I, <laughs> that I was the receiver in the area. I did the halftime stat. Oh, nice kick by Hessen. That's no, that's Cody Zelk is out uh, there. Oh yeah. wow. Okay, so Zelk doing the. Uh... So I was wrong on my halftime report. Cody Zelk is out there uh, punting the football. Wow. Okay. Huh. Okay. Oh. It is going to be out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Yeah, that's curious. Now, now I'm wondering myself. Well, I'm okay with that punt. You're not putting an A.J. Jackson fan. No, yeah, right. Not, not a great punt out at the 30-yard line. Not great, but, but also A.J. Jackson probably gets you 20-25 so, or a touchdown. So I would just play a safe card. You're up 16 nothing. That drive failed, by the way, because of a holding call. So you can't shoot yourself in the foot with those things. Sure. And, again, Man. hit behind the line of scrimmage, you're going to at least get a two-yard gain that's out of it. That's the law of... firm? Yep. There he is, Jeremiah Glenn Lewis-Charles. If you don't like calling that name as a radio announcer. Or... <laughs> if that's not fun. Oh, yeah. we need to find a new line of work. Gain of a couple there. It'll be second and eight after the 32-yard line. What if we play basketball? The you know I only don't because can you imagine calling that your starting five? Jeremiah. Jeremiah, Grand Grand Lewis, Charles. Second and eight from the 32 yard line. This time play action. Looking out to his left is Stewart. Now he'll run to his right. Now he oh. stops there. Now he's in trouble. He back pedals to the left. Still in <laughs> trouble. Still in Going trouble. Down. And will finally go down to the twenty-one <laughs> yard line. It looked like they were on uh, ice out there, didn't it? There was like three or four guys falling down. 90, that might have been one of the longest plays of scrimmage I've seen in a while. Next Serrano on the, on the sack and the tackle for loss, which is kind of a bigger stat these days. What a huge loss that was. That makes a third and and what do you call that, the farfin-dugan? Farfin-dugan, yeah, not quite <laughs> not quite 20. It seemed like that it was way farther back. Well, he was running the wrong way, that's for sure. Yeah, third and. Third and Oh, it says 19 on the board, but I don't think that's quite 19. Maybe yeah, it is. I don't know. Sit back at the 21-yard line. they got to get to the 40. So, that is 19. Yeah, third and 19. So, almost a Farbik Nugent. Stewart back to pass. Looking out to his right. Complete. Well short. Nice job. Well, well He's short. Thinking. Not even the original line. Get ball. Good, good. Well, they are just not confident. They had a double team on A.J. Jackson over there. Yeah, they don't either. They don't. We've seen it. We've seen it almost this entire season is that the teams that the Scots play are not compi- are confident enough to get enough protection to get their receivers down the field. It's just not there. Well, and you're double-teaming Seven Baker. Now, granted, I don't, I don't know if you got double teamed on that one. However, watch like the Serrano and Hardnett and those guys, and what they've been doing lately. Oh, punt is man. barely away. It's going to be fair caught. Another good Max. field position for the Scots at the gained, 43. Gained another four yards on those last four possessions. I mean, I'm – we're, and the we're clock slowly clock. getting down, man. <laughs> yeah, the clock ticking. We're just about to the halfway point of the third quarter. It's seven forty-one. The clock, to be exact. The Scots up sixteen, nothing. No scoring here in the second half. You and I are used to calling a lot of big plays here, but I'm—I I tell you what, I think Mama College would just love to play in the middle of the field for the rest of the game, and still get that sixteen-zero victory from that uh, from the first couple of drives here for the Scots. That's something that the foresters have made a pretty good adjustment with there because they've kind of clogged up that stuff between the tackles, at least on the first couple of drives. Yeah. But I guess Now we got trips left. Nobody yep. here to the near side. And this is interesting because uh, we talked about it earlier, putting Bergeron and Nate Gordon on the same. Oh, as soon as I say that, who comes in motion? And now Nate will come like a blocking receiver over the top. That's forward, so that's going to be an incomplete pass intended for Ruben. I guess that's legal formation. I think there's a lot I don't think you can be in that formation. It didn't look right. It, it, yeah, because he didn't stop. He never did get to the end of the line. He just, like stopped, just past. Although the the for us. Yeah. Big call here on first. Yeah. Okay. We'll to go to the waist. All right. That's gonna go on the scots. That's a 15 yarder. That's tough. You can't cut a block while somebody's engaged in a block. So. What I, more likely happened is the what would it have been the offensive lineman, probably the left tackle, cut the guy that was engaged in a block. Well, you spent all this entire first half of the third quarter winning the field position battle. Now you got yourself inside your own 30 back to the 27-yard line, 28-yard line, and you're first and 25 straight ahead to McCade Brooks. Yeah, you got about three of that back up in the 31, so it'll be second and 22. I'm impressed by this Lake Forest defense. I, I mean, that first yeah, drive, Mama College, went, yeah, they went right down the field, but other than that, that one possession, they've, been, they've done a nice job. Well, I said there was no score in the third quarter, then I got to thinking the Scots scored on their first drive. There's only been one touchdown since then. Right. You're absolutely wow. right. And that was because they had a great field position on the, on the pump mm-hmm. line. mm-hmm. Second and twenty-two now. Boyer rolling out to his right. Complete at the forty-four. Oh, that yeah, makes field. third down manageable. Third and nine at the forty-four yard line. A little pitch and catch there to Nate Thornton. I don't like that spot. It looked like he's on the forty-five. Yeah, he got his nose of the football right on the forty-four. So it'll be third and nine. This would be this would be an enormous first down pickup for the Scots if they could get one here on first and twenty-five and let this clock roll a little bit more. Down to six and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Monmouth College leads 16 to nothing. Again, we had a halftime score from Illinois College. They were winning 56 to 20. That's really bad news for the Scots. And they're, they're, they scored 100 and, was that, 149 points? 93 to nothing last week. Out to his left. It's a first and 10 for the Scots. Caught at the 45. Down to about the 43-yard line. What a nice pickup by... Boyer and the Scots. That was Jackson Berger with the first down catch, sponsored by Simulation Sports in Monmouth. We talk about that fifth-year quarterback, the, the on-time throw he has there. He's throwing that before Berger and turns out. That's not a short throw. No, that's a 30-yard pass that's amounting to, what, a 12, 15-yard gain. First and 10 for the Scots at the 42. Boyer will throw again. Straight back, looking down the right sideline, and... No, I Nate Thornton had to become defensive back there. Yeah, he did. Was trying to, Darian Miller is... He, I like that cover <laughs> guy. He's, he was trying to cut that route off, and they had to kind of put an arm out and stop him. It could have been a good pass in their parents. Yeah, it could have been. I don't know. Darian it, Miller with two interceptions this year. Well, I'll tell you what, he's 5'7". No, excuse me, I take that back. He doesn't have any. They have 13 interceptions, and Darian Miller... Let me look, doesn't have any. Three. He has one now. Creeper, Trent, bro. Oh, yeah, right, right. He has one right. in this game. But you're right. right. I I mean, been, uh, if you would have asked, I would have said he's got at least three or four in the season the way he covers. Is it because uh, he, no one throws at Well, in? that could be, too. He probably didn't get a whole lot. And now pass out to, K, uh, to Nick Obstaint out here in the flat. Not much there. Maybe at the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. It'll be third and ten for Monmouth. And depending on what they get on this third down is whether they'll go for it from this spot. Let's just hope they pick it up now. Second and ten, third and ten. Did they flipped the down third. marker on It, it should be third. third. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. Third Third and ten. I know that uh, what Lake Forest has done a nice job of, which is probably the play call, is of the screen game. They've taken the screen game away from Mammoth College. The way they get the penetration up the middle, I, I would that would be one of the things you kind of look for, is how much penetration you get getting with the defensive line and then quite possibly run that screen. They're going to call timeout. They're going to let the play clock get down to one and then call the timeout. So the Scots' first timeout comes with 4.49 to go. Here in the third quarter, they lead 16-0. We'll be back in one minute. Back at April's own Memorial Stadium, following the Culligan of Monmouth water break. Third and 10 for the Scots in motion. Is Nick Alb Saints now? They got two receivers left and right. Boyer looking down the field. He'll run at the forty, and that not much. That's not the thirty-nine. Yeah, only a gain of about three there for Carter Boyer when he first took off. It looked like he had some pretty good room to run there. And then it closed well, up close up quick. Yeah, they have a little bit of an umbrella co- coverage underneath, which is taking away some of those, you know, inside routes. You know the the under routes, and now, Boyer going, was going, on boy, was going over the field here. It's that's at the thirty-nine. It's fourth and seven. Got some mix up here on late force. So they were sending the punt team out. This could be a gut punch here. You get a first down. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, he's fun kick at, it. He's to yeah, do it. a little quick kick here. Doesn't have to be really deep there, Carter. It's going to end over end kick. Hit at the hit number thirty two, twelve, and did it hit them? Or did oh, they almost hit Scott. him, didn't it? Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> looking through the, this uh, side window, and I couldn't tell who that hit. But well, he took no. on bad. Yeah, he took on Nate Thornton and blocked him, and that that punt came backwards a little bit. and About hit him in the backside. That's not bad. Down about the twelve yard line. Oh, that's perfect. I see from here, that's perfect. I mean. What again, what Blake Force's offense has shown me so far. Yep. That that is ideal. I mean, you keep winning a little bit more of the field advantage and let them go, what do they gotta go? Eighty eight yards, eighty nine yards for a touchdown. And not give their dangerous return man a chance to absolutely. You've taken AJ Jackson Lake out of the game so far as far as that goes. As far as that under four minute quarterback first throw is complete. Yeah, I thought that didn't look like uh, Stewart out there, right? Well, and we sh- showed it uh, showed Michael. I'll let you say that word. Casmervis, Kaz, Casmervis, something like that. Casmervis. Yeah, easy for you to say. <laughs> um, no, but I saw him. He came in there and down the ball. He did. They didn't even let Trey uh, Stewart down the ball on that, but uh, they were right before halftime. He came in and that was his one snap. Came oh in. yeah, number two on the depth chart, so it's still not Casca. I wonder if Casca's not hurt. If you said that's. Uh, Kazimervis, yeah, it is, 14. Kazimervis is in at quarterback now for Illinois, Col- or uh, um, um, was a big hole there, Lake Forest. So first and 10 on the first throw from Kazimervis. And now a running play. It opens up the run game a little bit. Came of about five there for the Scots, the law firm of Glenn Lewis Charles, with the tackle for the Scots. Kiwani Wells shows up now 13-6 to with seven minutes in the fourth quarter. That game's closing... You were very wow. impressed by Morrison. Yes, very impressed by I Morrison. told you I was impressed by Keanuani-Weathersfield's defense. And if you recall, they beat Farmton, so they're no slouch. Yeah, true. Yeah, very true. Back to pass, second and five. Kazim Irvis, ball down the left side. He's got a receiver oh. at the 32, and he's going to take it in for the touchdown. Wow. A 71-yard, that's a nice throw by Kazim Irvis, And that gets it down to a one-score game if they get the 2 pointer Sixteen to six up on the board with two thirty-two to go. That was a nice ball by Kazim Irvis. Sure was. Boy, that's, if you're if you are Coach Canton you're like, Maybe I should have went to Casimirvis earlier or even started him. I mean, who knows? Right. Yeah, I know. That's that's what you're kind of thinking about right now. But Beckham you, is You gonna can't. Kick, uh, they're going to kick what? Um, so it's still it's still a two-four game. you do that? It's 16 to 7, you're down 9. If you get a touchdown in a two-pointer, you're still down a score. You're down two scores and Either this is not the second quarter. It's 2:32 left in the third quarter. Curious call there by uh, coach Zaro. It's 16 to 7. We'll take a 30-second break and come back with the Farm King kickoff. Back here at April's Orr Memorial Stadium, a 71-yard touchdown pass from from uh, Michael Kazamervos has cut it to a 16 to 7 game. The Farm King kickoff out to the return, out to the 25, and, boy, Lake Forest has got all kinds Tomoski. of momentum here. 52 on 52. Tomoski took 52 for Lake Forest and took him into Mama College's <laughs> bench. They're Did you see that block? Still trying to get things straight around here on the sideline. Oh, holy cow. Callaway Crenshaw just met Thomas Tomoski, and I'm talking met him. Tomoski's over here still celebrating that, <laughs> that, or that block. Bergen was a return out to the 25. So we've got 224 on the clock here in the third quarter. It's 16-7 now. We were still shaking our heads during the commercial break there after that touchdown. There was absolutely zero reason to just kick that because you're still down two scores now, down nine. This is a very important drive by the Scots. Cade Brooks bounces off a couple guys, gets about a five-yard gain out to the 30, minus any drive in the Illinois college game. This is by far the uh, most important drive of the season for the scout. Agreed. And it, you get, okay, to explain it to you, listeners. So uh, far, and we don't want to break <laughs> down the math on this. Right. But 16 yeah. to six or 16 to seven means the same thing. Yes. It, it but 16 nowhere. to eight means so much more. And you game just need one touchdown and a, and a two-point point conversion. conversion. Now you need two scoring drives. Down nine. Short of the first. So that's what hits. we're talking about. Is why we're scratching our head, trying to figure out the reasoning. When you've had trouble moving the ball all day, your only your only big thing was the big seventy-one yard touchdown pass. You're, you can't you can't count on another one of those or two more or two more of those. Big play here, third and one. Third and one for the Scots on the short pass to Jackson Bergeron on the far sideline. Third and one for Boyer. Now they'll get a play call in from the side. He'll relay it to his offensive lineman, and we're ready to go here. Play clock still plenty of time, just under ten. Straight ahead, oh, short we a loss on the play. Get, get, getting in there, what to get took so a long big in the stop. backfield. Something took a long time in the backfield. I don't. Man, old momentum switched here. But Charlie Forden gets in there for the loss on the play. It's now fourth and three. He run blitzed from that uh, outside linebacker position, which I've been impressed by their linebackers uh, throughout this game. He made a nice play on that. He's similar to our number six, Michael Ward, making nice. Uh oh. Oh, and that's going to mark it back even more. I had too many men on the field for Monmouth College. So this is, going to give, this is going to give Lake Forest, for one, a dangerous kick returner and good field position no matter what happens here. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out why the kick points so long. I, I'm, I hate to. <laughs> they still need two scores. I need to get one. off of it. I know. <laughs> I'm dwelling. I, well, I'm, I'm a little that's confused. it's a good pun. That's a good pun. It's going to be fielded and returned from the 32. A.J. Jackson got a wall down the right nice side. Tackle. Nice open field tackle there along that far sideline. See who that was. Getting up out of that mass. That's going to be a miracle to figure out who that was. That McCabe Brooks, wasn't it? Wow. That was McCabe Brooks. I'll tell you okay. what. I watched oh. him play. I played, he played linebacker at South Fulton. and I'm not, I'm not questioning his running ability. That's not my point here. My point is he easily be playing linebacker for mom <laughs> that guy can tackle that's the reason he's on that side of the of things on the punt punting mckay just a junior so we'll have him back next year first and 10 from the 45 good field position for lake force down nine looking down that left side again running is is the quarterback chasm nervous and he slides short after about a two-yard gain. but he was looking at that left sideline again same spot i guess why not go back to it yeah right? sure in coverage over here on this near side, I don't know if it's the same one. It might, who knows if they flipped at any point in time, depending on formation. But the uh, defensive back here on this side for the Scots that they picked on was Andre Barnes. And you Now know, they got two receivers to the right. And we're talking about negative plays. That wasn't exactly a promising play. You lost a yard. Second and one straight ahead. Big of pile of bodies there at the line of scrimmage. and. Oh, uh, don't a get out of the play. Wow. Now a that was close, of wasn't it? People going at it, and the lineman for Lake Forest got his hands up, trying to draw a call there. And and uh, Nick Harris says, just, just get back to the huddle, dude. Third and nine. And we're at the end of the third quarter. The end of the third quarter kind of snuck on us there with everything going on. The Scots will take a 16-7 lead into the fourth quarter when we return. Back here at April's Old Memorial Stadium, fourth quarter, and it's going to be a fun one, 16-7. The Scots leading Lake Forest. Big down here for Lake Forest, third and nine on their own, 46. Both both sidelines trying to get their teams into it, each, uh, each with chance on third down. Now the Scots are starting their chant on third down. Third and nine, Chasm Irvis back to pass. Looking down the field under pressure. He'll pressure, run, good. and That's down he bad. goes! At the 39-yard line, Anthony Secaucus. He's the uh, tied for 13th coming into this game in sacks in the nation. He's in got the nation two today, Eight right? Yeah, that's 10 and a half for Teva or for uh, for uh, No, fifth in the nation with 11 coming into the day. Ninth in the nation in tackles for loss. And quickly on the field comes the punt team. Yeah, get off the field, Scots. They were taking a little time to get off the field. And they finally do. There's a Wobbly punt, fair catch, call, uh, four, four. Uh, and coming up to make the catches is, is Gabe Ziggler battling Harris. that sun. That's, Whew, that's what yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's, he's looking right into that sun, and it's it bearing down on us too. So I can imagine what he's having to deal. Good, good defensive stand there for the Scots because Lake Forest had really good field position and had all the momentum. So if you think about this, if you put a sustained drive together where you can take eat up some clock. Lake Forest at best is gonna get the ball back twice. Yes. And they need to score on both. They're down two scores. With three timeouts. <laughs> I just don't understand that. There's fourteen twenty two on the clock. If you could get this drive to last under the ten minute mark. Yes. It would be ideal. They're gonna give it to Brooks. Ooh, big hole there. Rublik. He was down on the oh, Rubik was there he was down. They are going to oh, stay in Lake Forest football. Everybody was everybody on this side the of the ground field caused the fumble? We saw it right here. Wow, that's a turnover to Lake Forest, and now they are in business. We were just talking about the Scott eating some clock, and making it tough to get two scores, and now Lake Forest has got one gifted to them, field position wise, here at the thirty-eight yard line. Unless the referee saw something we didn't, where he may be fumbling it before he hit the ground, it but sure look as he was kind of he's kind of hit low, so he kind of flipped up, looked like his elbow had hit, and that's what caused the. Yeah, the fumble there, which means he was down. There's Casimirus. AJ's underneath the route. Oh, and nice play! Caught, bouncing off of knocked it. You down. Off, say forward progress at the 36, but Tamsaev knocked him back five, five yards. Or six yards. On the reception was AJ Jackson. Boy, they're trying anything to get the, the ball into his hands. I don't blame them. Yeah, I saw him wide open on the underneath route, but he ran. He was running right into the zone, so. Not a very good play call. Tomas, you know, you're running into Tomowski territory. That's not always good. I see why he's so dangerous. He's so tough to tackle. He's bounced off a couple of sure-handed tacklers from Montmartin College. he kind of laid the wood there. I yeah, mean, he did. Second and nine. Kazimirski looking over the middle. Pick. And, oh, we boy, missed another one. Huge crowd of Scots and and another <laughs> missed interception. Yes, Forrest Scott know Coach, Coach Brown is probably pulling his hair out down there on the sideline. I am too. I am too. Because that's he said. He said it all year long. He just he just somehow can't secure those interceptions. Third and nine at the 37 yard line, just inside the 37 yard line of Mammoth College. We are down to 13:30. Fox stopped here in the fourth quarter. Scott's lead, 16 to seven. If you're Lake Forest, you don't have to get. So first down, we're there, four down territory. Kazimirski looking over the middle. He'll throw it up into another oh. crowd of Scots. And that would have been a little tougher interceptions, but, but a Scots DB had two hands on that one, too. Oh, Surely got to go for it here on fourth down, right? Because you've done, if you're late Forest, you've done a pretty good job on the Scots defensively here in this whole second half. Stick them. You got to put stick them on your gloves. Yeah, man, that's that would have been a little tougher, but definitely Scott's got uh, Scott's defender got two hands on it. Fourth and nine. Hasemercy's got three receivers to the short side of the field, the far side from the boot. Got to get pressure on him. There still, looking, still looking, still looking. Nice playing the Endicott, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't Caleb Endicott knocks it away. No flags, right? Yes, it is. That a boy, Caleb. Harris is with a cramp down there at the two-yard line or five-yard line. It's been, a, it's been a physical, rough, tough ball game. And Anthony Williams, I think, had some pressure there maybe on, on Kazimirsky because he's getting some high fives on the way off the field. That young man's had a pretty good ball game today. We've you known name a couple times. We've talked about A.J. Jackson and how explosive he is. And obviously Coach Braun is, is no dummy. He's going to put a guy out there to kind of shadow him. And Endicott has done a great job on him today. Yeah, A.J.'s got a couple catches, and, and he's done his – He's his, going to. He's going yeah. to. But you've got to contain him, and he's done a great job of containing him, and that was one of the best plays I've seen made all year. Ball turned over on Depp. What a defensive stand by the Scots following the turnover. Is the clock going up <laughs> rather than down? <laughs> – I've got a kickoff in about an hour and a half, so <laughs> – get, get out of Broadway right now. Depple's going to get a. His- Oh, Carter Boyer, Boyer on the keeper. He avoids the first tackle. Nice he gets an extra three or four yards on that out to the 40. Okay, we're under 13 minutes now. We can start saying 12-something. <laughs> It'll be second and about six. This, it, this might be this might be a whole big, heavy dose of Carter Boyer here, maybe. Well, that in and the Yeah, this last this fourth quarter. Second and six. Scott's. Still 15 on the play clock. I would, I would use all of that that I could. Uh, we don't know, want that. complete pass that Nate Thornton didn't have much of a chance there. Well, the third down and the clock will stop. i tell you what I like. I don't like the pass. I don't like the play call, and I'm not questioning Coach Freitag because he definitely done a great job this year. But he threw it to only where the receiver could have caught that. Yeah. If he throws that, Esposito is going probably pick six territory. And they'd still be down the score. I Okay, yeah. <laughs> Are we on a soapbox or what? <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I don't understand it. Third and seven for the Scots. Third and six, we'll call it, from their own forty-yard line. Boyer will roll left. The right hander throws oh. and just out of the reach of the receiver. Would have been a, would have been a tough catch. Carter Boyer wants that one back. That's for sure. Was that Bishop out of here? Yeah, it's Bishop.
1: He's yeah, had a couple
0: drops today and and he's sure handed. Look at him. He's even the, uh, himself a little bit. Like I should have caught that one. Normally that I mean it is. It's simply a tough throw going out to your left as a right-handed quarterback, but Boyer has done that so well for the last couple of seasons. Now the punt team's gonna have to come on with the clock stopped. Now you got A. J. Jackson standing on his own twenty. Hand over end kick. Jackson's got a chance to return it from the twenty five. And open oh, field tackle my. immediately at the twenty five oh and the ball's on the turf. Oh, tell me. Are they going to say he was down? have it He is not down. Oh, wow. The entire Scott sideline is pointing Scott's ball away. What are you doing here, ref? Go. They're going to say that's still Lake Forest ball. How Everybody's got their that? hands out with the uh, what the heck type of type of gesture there. It's going to be Lake Forest football on their own 26. Good old... Going back to the tackle, great open field tackle on A.J. Jackson, but boy, I sure thought he coughed it up before he hit the turf. Yeah, that was a fantastic tackle. I don't think I've seen a better tackle uh, this year. No, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's the importance of this game and how that is. and Straight ahead. no urgency in, in Lake Force's offense. No. So don't get a 15-yard penalty. <laughs> three-yard gain after the 29. <laughs> the entire Scott sidelines waving their guys back. Come on. Don't get don't get involved. You proved your point. They got the most important part about that play is they ran three yards and got 45 seconds left or less of time to to operate here and get back in the game. Oh, by the way, they got to score twice. <laughs> uh, gonna say the same I, I'm gonna send a thank you once this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because this this could be a potential touchdown, uh, a, a game tying touchdown drive here for for Lake Forest, but you've got to leave yourself enough time to get the ball back. Play action. Kazimurvis throws out to his right. Incomplete. Short of the receiver. Good coverage there by this guy. That yeah, was great coverage. And and I don't think maybe that might have been more of a throwaway than actually trying to get it completed. Here's a name we haven't called much of, and that's Trevor Land for Lake Forest. He is um, Tied for 17th in the nation with uh, with touchdown catches. I don't know. I don't think that was. Was that Land? That was him season? on that okay, on touchdown yard. catch. So that's his 11th of the season. He came in tied for 17th in the nation. Uh, receiving yards a game. He's behind Nate Thornton at 87. The law pass looking for Land. I he didn't say anything. Man. That's a first and 10 as Land goes up and gets it against the defensive back for the Scots. 39. That is Zane Beebe. Davenport North, so I don't move the sticks out to midfield. Do we have an update on the volleyball score? Uh, I got um, I got the first two sets. Uh, the Scots won the first two sets, and I'll send a uh, text to over to our uh, uh, SID, Nate to see if he's got a third set score. But the Scots were up two nothing on Grinnell. First and ten for Casimiris rolling to his left. He'll throw with his right hand and. It's uh, This is Kaz up in the front row. Well, you (laughs) know what? Have you noticed that uh, Lake Forest, out of all due respect, the defensive linemen from Monmouth College, Hartnett and the boys, what are they doing? They're rolling out, which is taking half the field or more than half the field away. When you do roll out, that's that's what it does. Now, granted, you're running flood routes to that side anyway, but it limits your options. You know, you don't have – 54 yards to play with, and that's mm-hmm. what it is, sideline to sideline. Um, by the way, update on the little well, playoff score. kiwani Weathersfield, 13-6 over Morrison. Wow, that's got to be getting late, doesn't it? Tevin, get on oh, a avoids a tackle of, of uh, Tevin Baker, runs out of bounds. Great coverage downfield. It's going to be a loss on the play of about five, and a uh, sack the nearest Scott's going to get the sack on that one. And that's going to bring up a second and thirteen from the Lake Forest own 47-yard line. With 10 and a half minutes to go, of course, the clock continues to move. They're probably going to go for it if they get to the fourth down. So, yeah, third and 13. I thought it was third and 13, a little late on the, uh, the stick over there. From their own 47, Kaz Mervis has two receivers left. One right on a tight end. Tight end is in, now down the right sideline into double coverage. Incomplete. Nice nice coverage by Spinks and Harris over there. And that will be a fourth down. Yeah, Punt team's coming out. <sighs> well, with 10 to if, go. If it's fourth and five, you probably go for it. But, yeah. That would have been, been a tough one to go four for Fourth Four 14, and you don't get it, then you're putting well, mom Scott's got to get off the field here. The defense gets off a little late in the late 4s They're getting ready to punt the football. Just field the punt. We don't need any, any theatrics there. Uh, just field this punt and let your offense take some more time off the clock. End over end kick, fair catch, call. Four at the That's a good play. I like that. Scott's offense will be on the field again with 10 one to go fourth quarter. The Scots lead 16-7. to Haven't scored for a while. I haven't been in the end zone for, feels like, four hours ago. <laughs> the second well, quarter. Oh, boy. We just got a final end from the volleyball game. The Scots won the first two sets, 26-24, 27-25, and end up losing in five. So Grinnell oh, will move on after leading two sets to nothing. Grinnell will move on to the that's Midwest Conference bad. Tournament next weekend. Yeah, that's got to be a tough one to swallow when you win the first two sets. Granted, it was both in, both in overtime, 26-24 and 27-25, but still, you hope to secure one of those last three. Boyer? Good decision. Yeah, play wasn't there, so he'll use his legs. and get. Oh, up. but and he puts it on no. the turf. Boyer had about Boy, an 8-9 yard gain and just got hit in the right spot. And it'll be Lake Forest football inside the 35 at the 32-yard line. Boy, he had about eight or nine yards there. Yeah, yeah. And, and just got hit in the right spot, and the ball just popped out. I mean, I can't fault what he's trying to do. He's no. trying to get the first down, and he's, he's getting trying to get those extra yards, which in the first first quarter we were complimenting everyone on, McCabe Brooks and, and, and also Carter Boyer. And, and, you know, I can't fault him for that. But. You know, ball security. Ball security is a big thing. And I will see that defense got (laughs) to lay forced out again. Look at this odd. (laughs) Look at this odd formation. Yeah, they've got uh, no receivers. That's that's Jackson taking the handoff. Yeah. We haven't called 23's name today, have we? Running back. Is he still on his feet? I thought he was down. Yeah. Josiah Kidd from Needles, California. On the carry, and that's his first carry of the game. That's Yeah, and Jackson took, you're right, Jackson took the snap there, right? Oh, no. Yeah, he did. Okay, yeah, Jackson took the snap. A little, a little wildcat stuff going on. Yeah, Jackson's still out there to take the snap. They're still in the uh, formation with no wide receivers. They got a sidecar to Jackson's right and then a back behind Jackson. Just just wanting Jackson to somehow, and he gives again. And after a gain of seven, they're going to be close to a first down here on this second down and three. going to be a little short. Yeah, running the football. Uh, yeah, Josiah Kidd, the junior. Yeah, we haven't seen him already at all today. Wow. Well, that's his first two carries. I mean, I, and there is just some three. odd things going on in this game. <laughs> no. I, I firmly believe A.J. Jackson. I understand the going the – this the, formation. The I'm a wildcat. The wildcat. There, yeah. I can't think of it there. But yeah, he hasn't carried it yet. <laughs> he hasn't carried it. He's, yet. Going to, oh, he's going to throw it. And he's compl- no, and dropped complete it. to a 90-something out there. Is that a lineman? Yeah, that's a reported... Yeah, yeah 99. 99. He has to report yeah. in Justin Albee, defensive lineman, defensive lineman on the uh, roster. <laughs> yeah, Jackson, the wide receiver, throwing to a 99. They, uh, Coach Cantonzaro is throwing everything at the Scots here in this one. Well, I mean, throwing everything. At this point, you got to do something different. You keep doing what you're and doing. Right. You're going to keep getting what you're getting. Fourth down here, fourth and one. Fourth and one with 8.25 to go. Yeah. Jackson will That's keep. A, He's oh, got the first down and, and more. He's going to take it on into the end zone. We were thinking, why isn't he carrying the football? Yeah, and he ends up scoring from 23 yards out, 23 yards out. And now, now you can kick it because a field goal will give you the lead at 16-14. And now, if somehow you miss this extra point, then it's, then it's really nuts. <laughs> then it's really nuts. 16-13 to with all kinds of time. 8:17 to go. And now Coach Kenton Zaro's probably looking up the press box going, that's why we went for one. All kinds of time left because we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, he knew it. <laughs> well, I will say this. He didn't push the panic button. No, he did not. No, he did not. And they, uh, the Scots haven't been in the end zone for a while. Ooh, there's a tricky snap and hold. And he did get it, the uh, kicker, Beckham Saunabens. Bent that one like Beckham to get that one on the uh, in between the goal posts. 8.17 to go, 16 to 14. Scott's still with the lead. They'll get the football in 30 seconds following the Farm King kickoff. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium, a touchdown by A.J. Jackson out of a Wildcat formation has made it 16 to 14 now. Scott still with a two-point lead, and they'll have the football as a return from the 11. Out over the 25, selling on his feet, on the on his feet, up 30. Good return. Hold the football. It fumbled it out of bounds. Uh, luckily, <laughs> it was along the sideline there. Ooh. Yeah, you and you and I are up here antsy in our seats because right now we can't hold on to football. And what is Lake Forest doing right now? And here's where you got to credit the coach. He knows their team better than what we do. Hey, I'm hanging my hat on this defense. That's what's won these games so far. That is why he went for the just the one instead of the two. I don't know. I, I don't know that that that's still a question. <laughs> I'll raise both <laughs> hands up in the air on that one. But he did get the turnovers, so you know uh, that that's something I will give him well, a tip of the hat. Something you can plan on, but maybe, no, you can't. Maybe he's maybe he's can see the future. I don't know. First and ten <laughs> for the Scots. They give. To Rublick, he's out over the 35. Good run wow, on third there down. Some hitting going and on. And that he took a pop at the 35 and went backwards a couple yards. He delivered a pop too, but yeah, there was some hitting going on out there. Second and about five, maybe six. Yes, yeah, so they'll call it five. Second and five. It's a long five. I see Tyreek trip over here with his jersey off. He had a little injury there in the first half. Well, yeah, I seen him limping around. Actually, now that you mention it about probably mid-first quarter, late-first quarter. He was a little gimpy out there. Second and five for the Scots. They'll try to take all the time off this clock they can. It's down to about seven on the play clock. There's the snap. Straight ahead for Rublick. Nice. He pops through. He's going to be short, but third and manageable. Third and about two. How big is this play? Oh, boy. This is huge. You don't want to go three and out. <laughs> At this point, still plenty of time. 7-10 on the clock. It is moving. It is third and two. Monmouth College leads Lake Forest 16-14. So they have shown that outside linebacker blitz on these third and short calls. Let's see if Monmouth College can take advantage of that. And What do you make... call into that? Well, what I do is I do a read with Carter Boyer, and I just let him take it on uh, around the end there. Boyer, again. Take it, it inside. Take it inside. What into did the they do? That. Right into the teeth of exactly what you said was coming. Back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And I think if Carter pulls the ball there, we are going, you know, I again, we're not questioning Carter That's not what I'm saying. It's basically, there's a read option there, and I would have read that differently due to the fact what they've shown us. They've shown us that they're going to blitz that run outside linebacker blitz, and that's it is 4th and 2, so the punt team is on. Alec Hesson. or no, it's Cody Zelt, right? Mm-hmm. On 4th and 2. Again, they're using all the play clock down under 10, the snap. Punt is away, and over end, hits at the 25. Boy, That's it, a okay. huge bounce. middle check up here. Okay. Fielded <laughs> by Jackson at the 5. Uh, I don't like this. Oh, boy, he's at the 10, 15, 20. He's got some room down the sideline, finally shoved out at the 40-yard line. And he fueled that thing going backwards at the five. Boy, that, that almost turned out absolutely perfect for Zelt. And hit at the twenty five and skipped right by Jackson. And he chased it down all the way back inside the five. Kelly Zelt on tackle, right? Yeah, that's probably with him being a little little banged up this year, probably not ideal for the Scots either. Boy, there's a lot of – and we can't see the Lake Forest sideline from here, but there's a lot of guys limping around here on the Scots side. It's a physical, physical football game. 42-yard line, Lake Forest offense out, 5.49 to go. They trail by two. Old momentum has definitely swung hmm. the other way, hasn't it? The kicker for Lake Forest. Is two of five field goals this season. His longest is 30 yards, which means you'd have to get down Why? to 13. Okay. Why would you not have A.J. Jackson at quarterback? It, what just worked was was perfect. Now, Kazimurvis is going to throw complete at the 47-yard line, kind of a low throw and a catch, about a five-yard gain out there. Yeah, they went back to their conventional offense. <laughs> but, boy, I tell you what, Thank that you. had the Scots thrown throwing, throwing yeah, for did. a loop there. It's at the 46-yard line, second he, and five. He yeah, so your lake force. You can kind of take some time here unless you might need another offensive possession. Gazza looking down the field. Goes out to his left. Complete at midfield. That's going to be about two yards short. Oh, are they getting him four progress to the 49? I don't think he ever did get to the 50. Uh, yep, I had 49. Watch second and one, third and third one. Third and now. one, yeah. That's in a game like this. Third and one's big deal between third and one and two. I'm and, not sure he ever did get to 50. I alone Scots 49. Why don't you have AJ Jackson running wild? Especially games. this one, especially on third and one. They're gonna throw deep down the right sideline. It's gonna be too far <laughs> and picked off Rocky and stink to the dead. Intended for Trevor Land down that sideline, and Spinks makes a nice over-the-shoulder catch. That looked like he was the receiver on that one. I'll take the football, but ooh, we're on the five-yard line right now. We're on the five-yard ooh, line. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, I, I. That's, that's as the good punt could ever right. be. Sure. Yeah. Good point. Was still plenty of time. 4:40. Uh, Lake Forest has three timeouts. The Scots have two. What a big play by former Gelsberg, Silver Street, Rocky and Spinks. I know Eric Matthews is over in the uh, – over in the uh, – where they do all the work over there. all the work. And I'm sure he's happy. He's seen him play a lot of games in Gelsberg. you say Eric Matthews and work? I actually know that guy. Next <laughs> play for the Silver Streak, former Silver Streak. All right, Scott's offense on the field. Need a couple first downs here. But 4:40 to go. Again, Lake Forest has all three timeouts. It's just a two-point game. Got the lead by two. Got to get out of the end zone for one. There's a little stretch play. Just oh, play. plays like a little scary in that, part, in that part. of the field. Play like yeah, a face mask a little bit. Cade Brooks got him a little room up 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 up. Up up up. Up. after well, the ten. So again, Well, I got him on eight. There. Yeah. Looking up at the scoreboard to see exactly where that's at. Said the eight yard line. Yeah, eight yard line. So it'll be second and seven, second and eight for the Scots. A little bit more room to work now. At least Boyer's out of the end zone on his setup, out of the out of the pistol. And again, using all the play clock down under ten on the play clock. Back to pass is Boyer in the end zone. Sidearm catch. Go down. That sidearm throw. Did he hang on to it? Yes, he did. And almost, I thought was going to either uh, lose the handle on it or it was a fumble, one or the other, but that's a first down. It's a huge one, but Scott's got a little room to work now. Simulation, sports, and mom, with no bigger first down than that one Till the next one. 47 <laughs> to go. <laughs> oh, boy. Scott's with the football. No need to hurry here. Still plenty of time on the play clock. Down to 20. 3.38 on the game clock. More importantly, 3.38. <laughs> yes. Boy, I take your time, Carter. you still got 10 on the play clock. You're doing a great job. This is yep, total leadership Looking right the at the play clock. Down to four, three, snap. McCade okay, Brooks, hang on to the ball, McCade. Okay. Into a big pile. You never know what's going to happen because you know Lake Forest is trying to strip that thing when they get there. a big pile like that. I'll say this. Lake Forest just went to a five-man front. They've been playing a four, four-man front with a two-deep coverage. They changed their defense a little bit on a five-man front, which basically what that means. You get through that first wave, you got a little more room to, to maneuver, but it also puts a lot of stress on those defensive backs. And I'm not saying pass the ball, but I guess I'm. Am, I'm am saying pass the ball. <laughs> I'm saying pass the ball. I <laughs> surely wouldn't mind one. Well, second and ten, with the Scots Again, Corn taking okay. all the clock down to two and a half. It'll be about two-and-a-half when they snap it. Boyer back to pass. Ah, now he's rushed out to his left. He's going to slide in Good job, Carter. Great decision. Going to be a loss on the play, I think. Yeah, a loss of a couple there. Here's Lake Forest's first timeout. Lake Forest going to call it first of their three timeouts. It'll be, it'll be second and about 13. When we come back following the Tickham's Electric timeout, if you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034 or go to Tickham'sElectric.com. Back in 30. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium, we've got some uh, scores from around our area. What do you got there? Quincy Notre Dame got beat by Nashville. You know, both teams uh, went in there with an upset from last week, but uh, Seneca's putting it to Rock Ridge. 32-7 32-7 with five minutes left. Wilmington's beating Tri-Valley, I believe, won it all last year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Wilmington's got ahead of them now, 35-14 to with four minutes left in third. Farmson looking like they're going to be on the wrong end of the stick, 27-6 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Wilmington Central Catholic winning on that one, it looks like. Scott's on third and 13. Back to pass is Boyer. Looking out, trying to oh. find back Bergeron on the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete. That'll stop the clock, and the Scots punt team will have to come out. Let me set the table for you. Oh uh, boy, we're punting to that guy again. Gosh darn it, that AJ Jackson yep. guy. Yeah. No matter what, now you're punting inside your own, and all they do I have to do is get in field goal range. Yes. Which, again, looking at the longest one, not not that, that is his longest he's capable of but his longest this season has been 30 so that means the that hit get down to the 13 yard line for a 30 yard attempt the kick is away that's the big thing high fielded by jackson on his own 40 oh my Good massive shot all this pops right back up (laughs) to to aj jackson's credit but he got crushed by two scots two scots there why did he take a shot but, again, he popped right back up, and he's giving his teammates high fives in the, in the huddle. I don't know how. And that's good field position. 48-yard line of Mammoth College. I kind of got swept up by the big hit there, but that's good field position for the he's, Foresters. He's 6'1", 210, so he can take a hit. But, man, that was a, a collision. There's a couple of scouts there that put a shot on him. Here we go. 210 on the clock, fourth quarter, first and ten. The keeper by that's size, size of Wow, I don't know what happened there. Why I that was Casimurbus on the keeper, which we haven't seen. No game. Yeah, you know the big call that they didn't make there was a hold. I mean <laughs> the entire sideline was jumping Not up only, the only that, but call. the jersey is turned around backwards. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, that on Tevin Baker? I think so. I think so. He had his hands up in the air as the guy was pulling his jersey backwards. Second and 10. Curious call there. You're down a minute and a half. You had a quarterback what keeper from it? Kazimurvis. They're thrown down the middle of the field. Kazimurvis up. Next Picked, off. Picked off by the Scots inside the 20 at the 19. Tell me he got that. He's got uh, the ball, he? I think so. He's down on the field. He took a – he and the in the uh, receiver is down also. For, Jackson is down. Yeah, A.J. Well. Jackson is down for Lake Forest. And the, the uh, Scots interceptor is also down. Both of them hit the ground kind of awkwardly at 19. Holy this, cow! This is going to be a game of attri- attrition. <laughs> <'Cause> it's <laughs> last man standing. Yes. You got any eligibility left? I, I haven't played any in college football. Sports, I do. So. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they don't want. Uh, <laughs> last thing they need is the you. or I used to be a defensive back. Now I'm a pulling guard. <laughs> um,
1: another well, yeah, score here, real down, quick. Rob Wingsfield just
0: scored, and they're up 22 to eight. With how much time? Though. they don't have a time. They're up 22 to 8 Wow, on that Stark County. Right? On Star yeah, County. they're on Stark County. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now still tending to uh, well the the Lake Forest receiver Jackson's. He's all he's walking off power. Now. But I'll he's say this. He's defender. Now, I will he's say outstanding. Well, that was yeah. a heck of a play by him. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know who it is till we get a number because straight down. It's Nick, it's Nick Harris. Nick Harris. Yeah, that was a heck of a play. He almost baited him into the throw. Because at first, I was like, oh, boy, A.J. Jackson's open across the middle. Big round of applause as Harris comes off under his own power. He might have he might have just got the wind knocked out of him there. They're down to a minute 30 left. Lake Forest still has two timeouts. So the Scots at this point can't knee it out. No, they can't. But they can take 40 seconds off the clock. And then whatever the plays are for the next two plays. All security is. A premium here. You got to absolutely have that ball in your hand. If you take six seconds off, that's 12. Now we're down to 118 with 40 seconds. What are you going to have left? Basically, 30 30 seconds to operate. They give two is that. Ruben Get a first down, the bud. Getting that's, that's McCabe Brooks put two hands on the football. As soon as he got past the initial line of scrimmage, the second hand went right on the football. Well, I, I you and I reached out and put a hand on the football <laughs> too. Uh, 124. Could gain on first down. It'll be second and four. There's your wait, six seconds. Uh, wait for four second timeout. Yeah, down to 124. It is a Coligan of Mammoth Water break where your first three months on any water treatment system is only $9.95 a month. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at April's Own Memorial Stadium, got a score from the Illinois College Cornell game. At least Cornell's uh, made somewhat of a, of a game out of it, I guess. 69 to 34. IC's winning. With about 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter, that's bad news to the Scots, but Scouts trying to get one under their belt here. On second and five, straight ahead. Hold the ball. Hold the yeah, ball. Yeah, not a whole lot there. Maybe a gain of one or two, and then, uh, then you just hold on to the football. Lake Forest, Forest is going to be trying to strip it. Why aren't they calling out? Yeah, I don't know. The clock's still moving. They still got two left. You got to call one here, don't you? You have to call one here. You have to call one of your timeouts here. So there's going to be basically 40 seconds left on the clock when this gets snapped, Whoa. right? Oh, yeah. Basically, call one there. 30, there's going to be about 36 seconds left. Well, here's what you, you do. Mama one point down away from this thing. Well, mom and college, you just wait and call timeout with one second on the play clock, and then you talk about it. Yeah, good, good, good decision there. Yep. and, and, and ball be huge here. Well, they're going to call a timeout with 37 seconds left. Lake Forest has two left. They could have used one of those two. It wasn't like it was going to be their last one, but uh, we'll we'll take a break. Tiggins Electric sponsoring our time. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at April's Memorial Stadium, the Monmouth College Fighting Scots lead 16-14. 37 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The uh, timeout taken by Lake Forest gives them one left. No, that's by Monmouth College. Oh, Monmouth College, yeah, Monmouth College. With one that Well, now they've got just one on the board for for Lake Forest. Maybe I was looking at the wrong side. No, you're okay. right. There's right. one right. timeout yeah. by Lake Forest. What what's interesting here is by not calling timeout, Lake Forest, Moms College has an open playbook. I feel like you could run a pass play. I put it in my fifth-year senior, uh, Carter Boyer's hands and say, you know what, roll out. They are. They're gonna roll him out. It looked like just a straight run, mm, and he's gonna I'm get, not get nothing out that. of that. Yeah, that was just a straight run by Boyer off to the left. And that and didn't waste so much time on the clock. Thirty sure didn't. Thirty-three point seven uh, on the clock, and Lake Forest will use their final timeout. So we'll we'll uh, we'll keep it here. We'll keep well, it here. I, it's interesting here. A.J. Jackson's kind of gimping out here. Either he's uh, cat and mouse in us, <laughs> but he's had a rough day. He's been hit around a little bit, and in this physical play of this football game, I would I know they only need to get what only. But well, they need to get what forty yards, probably. Yeah. They uh, again. I don't save? know what he's. I don't know what he's capable of, but his longest this year is 30, 30 yarders. So that means he got down to the. They got down to the thirteen. That's a kick from the thirteen. I'd punt it to mom. Yeah. Yep. I'll take my or chances. punt it up here what, to us. <laughs> I'll take my chances with their offense than I will him uh, AJ Jackson in the open field. Winning a ball game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. I try to get as close to the fifty as I can and kick it out of bounds. And no, it is blocked. No. No. But it is blocked. And now the Lake Forest Foresters have the football on the fifteen yard line. What does Braun talk about? Oh, the special teams and oh boy. That's that's not good for the Scots. The pump block gives the Foresters almost field, field goal range now. Oh boy, that was worst case scenario. I just didn't want AJ Jackson to return it, and then they end up getting the block. Okay, so <laughs> boy, that's a huge turn of events here. Here's the thing: um, Lake Forest is probably going to run it. Oh no, they're kicking a the field goal now. now. Oh wow, that's so. There's 29 seconds left and a timeout. You're going to give college. Scotts the ball back here from the 21-yard line, so it's a 31-yard attempt kick it block block it's got to block the ball game unbelievable Turn, this has been the craziest fourth quarter I think I might have ever called we haven't won why the game you, yet get off the field why we won don't the game you yet. why don't why didn't you want to play and get a little bit closer at least in the middle of the field get off the field guys we haven't won there the flag That's darn it hey, yeah that's gonna be half the of this is the goal line coach block is just Waving his hand. He's he throwing lost, his hat yeah, already. He's, lost his, he's losing a little bit. Of- oh, my goodness. And a, a punt block followed by a field goal block. Now, that's that's post-play, right? By the whole team. <laughs> the white hat he's had.
1: <laughs> he's had enough of this today.
0: <laughs> he's had enough of this today. So the penalty is on the attack. Entire- he's a little owie right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been making those kind of calls since. Uh, well, this is victory <laughs> position uh, formation right now, and and I have never, I've never even watched the game. I was obviously never broadcasted the game where we've had a a pump block followed immediately by a field goal block. And hey, I understand they don't have a timeout left, Lake Force. but you can run a play, and then you spike it and they kick the field. Man. Yeah, exactly. And at least, and I, I, for the life of me now, I can't remember. Don't back up into the end zone. Well, Okay. There's another 15 yard bounce going. Yeah, there's, there's going to be another It's going to be it. It should be. It should be it because Scott's going to have to run, run another play and lay four slots like out of, yeah, obviously he took a knee because that's an incomplete path. <laughs> if he didn't take it, knee. knee. Yeah. He took a knee, yeah. And then he dropped back and threw the ball straight in the air. Um, what a crazy last couple of minutes here. Curious, curious decisions on both sides, and now they're not even going to line. It's not even a up. Both teams are just so spent. It's just a massive body shaking well, hands at midfield. Here's the other <laughs> thing: is, I have AJ Jackson out there. I'm going to give him the ball and maybe score on a twenty yard play. I, you to, know what not I mean? To, not to have to even kick it. I, I, I take my chances with AJ Jackson just out of the Wildcat. And, and I can't. I didn't. I'd, I wish I would have paid attention if they were on the left hash, right hash, or in the middle, but at least line him up in the middle. Yeah, they were They were a little bit on the left I hash. I thought so. They were on the left hash, at least favoring that direction. Well, you take care of business next week. You're playing in a bowl game. Yeah. Uh, unless I see gets upset by Beloit, which uh, looks like they got the Cornell game in hand. Yeah. Um, and they're scoring 70 points a week now. <laughs> uh, man, what a, what a physical game. And you know what? Weird game to call, but yet all of what we've asked for all week, right? I mean, Lake Forest and Mama came down to the last play. Uh, you got to give Lake Forest's defense a lot of credit there in the second half. We didn't talk about Mama College's offense much at all in that yeah. second half. No, not for after that. They got turnover after turnover. which They got two big turnovers and the block punt. Almost the template of what happened the first half with Mama College's defense. Got two turnovers yep. and a block punt. Yeah, they had odd, oddly completely, enough completely flipped halves there. Hey, oh by the way. They didn't go for those two point conversions. And what is the deficit? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, a question from somebody at the window. Open, a question from somebody in the bleachers about the raffle. That's the uh, that's down there. Yeah, yeah, but, down there. yeah. Your final score: the Scots get the 16 to 14 win, and get the stats down from Sid. They believe it. he just took a, a big old deep yeah. sigh, big old deep breath. Holy cow! What a what a crazy finish. I mean, we were talking about. I think at one time there in the mid early to mid fourth quarter, that Lake Forest was probably looking at it. If, if both teams played it straight up, maybe would have two possessions. They might have had five possessions in the last I, half of that. I don't quarter. understand. And Oh, boy. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the, the formula to this. And, and you listeners, please understand, we're not questioning any coaching at all. Um, we don't want to be that guy. Um, but uh, I just got one of the former players uh, out there, James McGrew, <laughs> just texted me and said, <laughs> Nice job calling the two-point, uh, you know, basically saying you got to go back to the two-point conversion. Yes. yes. I don't know why. And it, it, we're not talking first half. We're talking late No, it was, there was two minutes left in the third quarter. Exactly. Yep, you recall that and better than I do. But, yeah, that was two minutes left in that third quarter. You have to go for two-point conversion there. It oh, was, hey, look was, at this. Mama's was, College chanting right back at Lake Forest. In, it was 16-6. Uh, at the time of the touchdown, and they decided to go for one to make it 16-7, to seven, which still put them two scores down. A, a touchdown, a two-point conversion would have only given them 15. That was a no-brainer to me with two minutes left in the third quarter. And it, it ended up coming back to to uh, kind of hurt a little bit. A lot of things happened after that that you know could have negated that whole thing. <laughs> but when it boiled down to it, that's your two-point conversion. You, your last touchdown when A.J. Jackson scored, you go for two to tie it there. Yep. yep. Instead of kicking, that puts yourself within a field goal. Because that would have been, okay, let's say 16-6, to 6, you don't get the two-point conversion, and then the next time you kick the extra point because you would have had to, mm-hmm. it makes it 16-13, okay? But then you kick the field goal for the tie, you're still in a situation where you still can win the game. You see, I say it all the time on Sundays watching football. It doesn't matter what you do now. You are still two scores down. Yes. You're, you're, still, you're still two scores down. Crazy finish. We'll take we'll take a short break. We got some stats here, and then we'll uh, kind of set the stage. I got to go across now. I got another football game to do. Another that's a, another uh, a playoff game to do. Uh, I'm already out of breath heading over there. So <laughs> we'll come back in three minutes. Do a quick quick wrap here, and we'll get you guys set up for our game two of the doubleheader. Welcome back to April's Memorial Stadium. We've got happy fans. We've got stunned fans. We've got we've got sad fans leaving the uh, facility today. We got radio us? announcers trying to figure out what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if for some reason you're just joining us, at what, a, what a crazy last 30 seconds of this ball game. The Scots uh, turn it over, right? Uh, uh, block punt. Block punt. Had a block punt, which gave Lake Forest the football at about the 15, 16-yard line with 30 seconds left in the ballgame. Instead of maybe getting a little closer, maybe lining their kicker up in the middle of the field, they, they try to kick the field goal on first down, and the Scots come up with a kick block. So at a punt block, immediately followed by a field goal block, and the Scots get a 16 to 14 win. And there's so much more that happened during that ball game that I'm going to remember later. That right now it's just swimming all over my head. It, you're exactly <laughs> right. There's so many things to point you know point our finger at and say. Uh, and I don't like Mike, Michael Lord in a, in a wheelchair out there. I don't like to see that. And, and obviously he's he's down and has been since the second quarter. Um, but it's funny to kind of just. As you said, go back in memory here. Whatever happened in the first half the benefit Monmouth College benefited Lake Forest almost to a tee. Two turnovers, um, a block punt that put them in, in scoring position all across the board. And it's just odd enough that uh, it ends up being a 16-14 game. Again, kind of like those St. Norbert Monmouth games of, of <laughs> yep, the past way back in the day. That uh, you know we got to call. But, uh, yeah, you see Michael Lord there going off. The Field. I don't like to see that in, in a wheelchair because he had some type of ankle leg injury that uh, we don't want to speculate on. But I hate it's, to see it's that. such a big part of this defense Huge for all, part five of his, his, all five of his years here at, at Monmouth College. Yep. Um, you want me to do the stats here real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a look. There's, there's not much to brag about track that. here, right. It's the Laird's Collision Center postgame show first. Call Larrys Collision Center at 734-1949. Laird's Collision Center, professional auto body repair services that drivers trust. We get to our final stats sponsored by Spears and Spears Law Office at 201 West Broadway in Monmouth for estate planning, trusts, and family law. What's stats Well, you? I just want to get you a police escort to, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Monmouth yeah. Roosevelt game. Yeah, we've got, we got a pregame starting in 40 minutes. Okay, so AJ <laughs> so Jackson, yeah. Jackson is really the only uh, spotlight of, of their offense, Lake Force's offense. He had five carries for 41 yards and the touchdown. Uh, you know, Malchun had nine carries, 17 yards. Uh, Joshua Kidd, who came in uh, late in the game there, I believe, six for 18 yards. And then uh, Taylon Goodwin, who put the ball on the ground and didn't play after that, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Three carries for 12 yards. Um, two quarterbacks. Uh, neither one of them have any stats to really brag about other than the long pass that uh, Kasmer Viss uh, basically hit. Uh, who was that he hit in stride? Trevor, Trevor Lamb, that you jinxed us on and said, hey, he hasn't done much yeah, today. Yeah, really. It's seven targets, only two catches for Lamb. Well, and and there you go. Uh, A.J. Jackson had nine targets for four catches and 22 yards. So really, other than that 71-yard touchdown pass, Mama College's defense was all over the place and took away their passing game, made them very one-dimensional, and really, even the, in the rushing game, didn't even do much there. So Mama College's defense, let's just go ahead and give them a little credit today. Also, let's give Wake Forest their credit. McCabe um, Brooks, 18 uh, carries for 54 tough yards. Carter Boyer, 11 carries for 50 yards. I'm surprised on him having 50 yards, to be honest with you. Rublich, who had the lone touchdown, had nine carries for 16 yards. Uh, Nate Thornton, 12 targets, five, catch, or five catches for 75 yards, and the, the fade route touchdown there in the second quarter. Uh, that ended up being the game winner a week ago. A week ago, yes. Jay uh, Jackson Berger in quiet game, but he still had four catches, 50 yards. obscene on the bubble screen, three catches, nine yards. Rubik on the flare passes, uh, two catches, seven yards. Um, Zilk, seven punts for uh, excuse me, 256 yards. Good to see him back yep. in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know he's been out for I think four or five weeks, and of course Carterboard. I want to give you a stat there, buddy. Two two kick or two punts for 71 yards. And he had a pretty good punt to pin them. Nice. He did. That was a great call. Um, I know you haven't got to the player of the game yet because we're going to have to move this along. But uh, Rocky and Stinks with two interceptions today, uh, one in each half. I know that maybe that one was just as good as the punt for Lake Forest, but still, when you're doing that, that's a negative stat against the other team. Uh, Nick Harris had a, uh, an interception, but uh, and, uh, and Endicott the had a heck of a play on AJ Jackson on that one. Third Scott could foot. have had about a total of seven or eight interceptions today. Yeah, <laughs> if they if they could have put their hands on their wrists rather than their feet, we would have definitely had some more picks. But Rocky and Sp- Spinks is the player of the game for me, just because he turned the ball over and it's a good choice. And that first half, especially, that was a big play and early in the game and kind of flipped the field on that side. That's a, that's a great call. Our our uh, Carkin Glasgow Law Office player of the game is going to be Rocky and Spinks, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit clarkandglasgolaw.com. Quick look at the Midwest scores, Midwest Conference scores, brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Remember, FDIC. I didn't get any uh, any finals, but the the big final that counts is the uh, Illinois College win over Cornell 76 see to thirty four. Thirty-six to thirty four now. It's still four and a half minutes though. So they can still get to that ninety point <laughs> they can still get to that ninety point uh, spot. Yeah, and by the way, they scored ninety three last week if you weren't listening earlier. They right? right, scored right. ninety three last week, seventy-six today. So uh, heading into next week, the Scots are now tied with Illinois College for first in the Midwest conference at seven and one. Lake Forest is now a game behind at six and two. Uh, so now it's just down to Illinois College and Monmouth College. Monmouth has the Knox Turkey Bowl next week. Scots have to win that one, and now they got to hope for Illinois College losing to Beloit. Was it correct? Illinois College has to lose to Beloit, who uh, who was getting beat by Rippon today, 35 to three at the half, and are two and six. So the Scots, yeah, looking uphill, looking uphill. But this should pretty much, uh, well, it will, it will lock up at least a yeah. bowl bit. for. for the there's Scots. a head-to-head tie if they happen to lose the Knox next week. Head, head head tie be, goes to... They'll beat Lake Forest with dead. the head-to-head head yep. tie, and I don't think there's anybody else with two losses. No. There? no. No. Uh, Cornell has three losses, so they're out. So looks like the Scots are headed to, at least on paper, unless a miracle happens next week in Beloit, to the uh, bowl game up in Wisconsin for the second straight year. A lot of, a lot of fun that the uh, guys had up there talking to Coach Braun. It looks like they've locked themselves into at least that. Well, right. I mean, and listeners probably don't want to hear this, but IC has deserved... That oh, yes, title. And, yes. And, and trying to go into the N C or not trying. Yeah, they going went into back the into anything. No, they, they got beat by this Lake Forest team. They would like to have that one back, just like we would like to have the game back. back. Yeah, I mean, and the way it works. Yeah, and it was much like this game. It was a butt in your head against the other guy, and, and it ended up being a, what, a 2017 loss, if I recall? Uh, Caden and I had a chance to do that game. Didn't get a chance to call much of the fourth quarter. But, uh, <laughs> difficult, difficult so I mean, We had technical difficulties. Difficult. Yes, we <laughs> sure did. But uh, you got to give ICA a little bit of credit. And trust me, it's tough saying that out loud, but I did. And uh, Moms College has nothing to be ashamed about. And, and like Coach Bond said in your room, uh, radio room, we're going to be tough to beat the rest of the year. I wouldn't want to be that other team across the way. And and they have been. They have been. They sure. certainly have been. Well, I'll see you for the uh, Turkey Bowl. You always, uh, everybody in the town of Monmouth and Galesburg gets a little jacked up with Turkey Bowl. You and I get a little jacked up with Turkey Bowl. It'll be a fun game next week. Right yeah, it is, to see it today is. too. Yeah, and Coach Woodard uh, is going to be on. We're going to be on an uh, hour before the game time, which is noon next week, and we're going to have Coach Woodard up here to talk about his track program. You, uh, Yeah, it's an, it's a noon start for, these, for the Scots Turkey Bowl game, so our pregame show will hit the air at 1140, and then you and I have been live, from MC Sportmore from 11 to noon. We're going to do it right here in the We're booth. We'll do it right here in the booth. We'll just go right from here, right into the pregame show. We'll have that on our sister station, Sunday 97.7. Then the game will be right here on 1330 WREM. All right, my man, I'll, I'll see you for the Turkey Bowl. Well, good luck here to Monmouth Roosevelt today, too. I want to put that out there. Well, I'll be back on the air in about <laughs> uh, 35 minutes with, oh, a half an hour from right now. get you now. A big gulp. we we'll into <laughs> <go ahead and laughs> the year. field. Bob with Roseville and Princeton over on our sister station, Sunday 97.7, second-round play of the Class 3A playoffs. Uh, Again, 440 with the pregame start, Scots and the Princeton Tigers. All right, folks, well, we'll talk to you then or next week.